someone enough rope, they could hang themselves with it. And that was enough to get me banned for three days. Wow. Well, at least so it's we can talk about uh, yeah. free oh, yeah, speech I'm and censorship any, any minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to talk about it. I personally yeah. experienced it. Can you it. turn it down a little bit? I feel like, are can you, you guys hear me? We I are live like now. We are yes. live. We're live, yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. but Is she three or four? How's that? Oh, that's wild. I can hear it. Can you hear? You know? Yeah. Is that okay. better? Yeah, yeah. Totally. How about you? Yeah. Can okay. you hear me? We're Very good. cool. Mm -hmm. I can. refresh this really quickly. I see what you mean by talking into the mic. Right. It's very helpful. <laughs> That's what they're for. Yeah, because a lot so of our I'm guests, banned. a maybe lot I of our guests will sit here and be like, you know. Yeah, yeah you just never know. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I said something that I, I didn't think was offensive or I thought it was a, the, the right response to make my point, which was Someone if you give yourself. You. No, no, no. This was the words hang were rope and hang were in there. So I think uh, that the algorithm, yeah. whatever it's it was, a trigger was looking, word. it was probably... And that Is was it enough to get prevention me month. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know, <laughs> do we have a, a cop copycat suicide? So, oh God, yeah. Well, we are live. Are you? Are we waiting for you? We're waiting. Yeah, He's yeah, waiting yeah, for me to have the live feed. Okay. So then I can like, you know, then I can like respond not like to whoever <laughs> says anything <laughs> mean to me. <laughs> none, none of our, none of our followers are mean. They're it's, all very. It's actually yes. been refreshing not to have. Please to be on keep it for the comments days. to. I've been liking it. Normal totally. level. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I might do a self. That, you know what? I might do it to myself. Just it more reminds often. me when I accidentally put private um, or you know parental controls on my phone as well as my son's, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my God, this is so it cool! I can so actually get so much more done not <laughs> not having Instagram and Facebook." <laughs> Oh well, my God, there we are. Yay. Yes, we are live. Good morning, gentlemen and ladies. Good morning. Good morning. afternoon, good evening. We, we like to say good morning, Body afternoon. Kishir. As I Arno am. likes to say, it's 5 <laughs> o'clock somewhere, yeah. right? <laughs> Arno's here with us. Probably he's, midnight somewhere. <laughs> he's here looking <laughs> all cute and sexy in the background. Uh -huh. We're okay. We're good. Perfect. How come when I turn this way, I can't see myself? Oh, here we go. <coughs> all right. Come on, join in. All right. <laughs> it's one big, one big happy family. One big family. Yeah. One big happy controversial family. That's what we like to call it. You're trying to but get as much controversy out no, of this. No, no. Ton actually, tonight, tonight is definitely a special show um, because we've never had two guests at once. We, it's the, it's always been the wise nuts and a guest. A guest. Mm -hmm. But tonight, yeah. tonight is definitely for the Put books where we have Jacqueline. Uh, Marashian, who's a uh, retired teacher. Correct? No, I'm not retired. Oh, you're not retired. Oh, I'm <laughs> oh sorry. God. Okay, so I'll well, oh, did you well, not know? I'll, 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 is it my new haircut? Do I look retired? Because I thought you said you were a teacher. I heard were. Well, I am a teacher, you are. and okay. I am a teacher in different capacities. So I'm on the administrative level, and you know, so you know, what I mean, it's just different, like coaching and doing some other things with helping teachers. You become a different... It's still teacher status. I'm still a teacher. But you're not <laughs> teaching students per se. Uh, yeah, I do. Oh, I you do, still are. I do okay. still get students, and I coach them in English language development, mm. and I also have a library where they come, and you know they're checking out books and doing library things. Actually, it's very high-tech now. The libraries are totally... <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, they, they issue the kids' Chromebooks, so it's very mm. much... Uh, yeah, you know, a technology-based library. <laughs> Beautiful. So, uh, Jacqueline Marashian, current teacher, active teacher, <laughs> coach, exactly, and uh, 
and former uh, teacher. Maybe we don't even know yeah, yet. She's, We're going to find out. We're going to look even, at our yearbooks. Yeah, <laughs> she taught at 12 for many years, so some of you may have been her students. Um, and then we have Aster Agassian, mm-hmm. uh, who's a uh, also a fellow tornado. Uh, her and I went to school together, high school That's and right. middle school Hoover together. High school. Yeah. Class Hoover of high 94 school. and 98. So, um, Aster, you are a uh, successful woman mm. as ah. well. Um, tell us a little bit about what you do. Um, well, I, uh, I'm in a couple of fields. Uh, one is in the nonprofit and one is in the for-profit. So I kind of have a little bit of experience in both. I am in um, workforce development. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people might not know what that is. It's I'm in the nonprofit sector, so I help people who need access to job opportunities, a lot of people who have barriers. We work with uh, various mm-hmm. clients who are you know, struggling with employment, they're struggling with transportation, any kind of barrier that prevents them from kind of getting out of poverty poverty mm-hmm. and um, getting off of public assistance and to be more self-reliant. So I work for a nonprofit called WRC. It's like a work resource center. And we work very closely. Actually, one of our biggest, our client is the County of LA. So we service wow. a lot of their departments and we help uh, people um, enter jobs in the healthcare system, in the mental department of mental t- uh, health services, or DPSS. Uh, right now, we're doing really a lot of work <coughs> in the parks and recs, as well as the beaches, because there's a lot of turnover, and a lot of people are retiring, and so the the department needs uh, to be able to people fill retiring those like me. Not <laughs> <retiring>. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Uh, I'm <laughs> sorry, I was sending you on vacation. Yeah, you want to come back to can the I, workforce? Can I take that retirement <laughs> part? <there? laughs> I know, really. I was the youngest uh, one over here. I gave it to I you. I would love to take that. <laughs> I, I think you be, this is the fire movement right here, everybody. You'd be bored out of your mind. Um, yeah, so, so that's kind of like my day job, um, you know, uh, and I do their financing. Actually, I, I've overseen about $50 million worth of funding. That's it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Small. Small uh, just over the last 10 years, yeah. but yeah, but it varies. So, and then the other part is I also... Uh, uh, I'm a um, real estate investor, so that kind of is my other Your pro- for my, profit. Pro- my for profit side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so well, you have to I balance know. the non profit with some profit. Yeah, right? I enjoy give, you know, giving giving society. Someone's got to eat. Hey, there's nothing wrong with making money, especially nope. if you give back. Whether it be time, financially, right. however you can if give you back. If you give back, yeah. then you'll make more. Yes, I, I completely I agree, agree with that. I agree. I agree with that too. We're going to start off by agreeing with at least one thing. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you never know. This we is might going surprise than we, you. We thought. I, we I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be her first guest on her podcast. <laughs> right? There you go. <laughs> that would be cool. That yeah. would like, be so cool. With, uh, yeah. Because yeah, because tonight. Well, do you feel like you help women more than men in your in 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 work? Oh, that's a good question. So who who are we helping? Um, to be honest, we have uh, cohorts that sometimes it's more male-dominated. Like for the EMT program, we had a male, mm-hmm. all-male cohort. And we did three of those because men tend to go more into the EMT, emergency medical technician. Sure. Yeah. And that's kind of a pipeline to um, going into the fire department. There is a ladder that you can climb up. And after three cohorts of all-male, then we decided to do an all-female cohort of EMT. And so that was a bit harder to get together because not as many women want to go into that field. Right, but right. but well. we were able to get one cohort. Uh, but in general, we have a pretty good mix of men and women who are just trying to make a living. They want 
awesome. help with getting jobs. And so it's very, very uh, fulfilling for me when I when I see these success stories of people who were on game or on type any type of uh, public assistance, and then then they write to us and tell us they were able to get a better apartment, they were able to get a That's better important. car, they were able to get their That's children important. whatever they needed um, for school and clothes and shoes and supplies. And, and then they don't just necessarily just stop where, you know, they, they climb up the ladder. They, they come into the county. They may start at entry-level positions. But a lot of people do climb up. That's awesome. And, and, and once That's you get awesome. in, that, that is a great opportunity. And I'm, I'm really about self-reliance. I'm really about giving people help a hand up versus mm -hmm. a handout. Mm -hmm. So this is one of the, my passions. I didn't have to stay there, but a hand, I decided. A handout sometimes is a hand up in the right hands. I agree. I think and we've, and as immigrants. we know how much gain gives. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? $211, i will tell yeah. you. It's $211. That's a lot. It's nothing. Or a week. It's a month. Wow. Yeah, it's nothing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're basically. Let's go back to survive, that. You're surviving. It. You're surviving on, on, for what? on ramen. If you're on noodles, gain, you know, or general. Like but I'm sorry, not gain. Help. You're on general relief. Sorry, general relief is 211. Gain depends on your your family structure, but yeah. it's like it could be you know a thousand dollars or something. But but a lot of our people are on general relief. So basically, they're living with someone, a family member, or maybe out of their car. Wow. And That's we've tough. even had homeless people right now. We're working with a homeless population, wow. um, you know, helping them clear up their record hmm. uh, because this that is that is a barrier. This takes a lot, um, a lot of courage on your part. I've been there 17 years now. I w wow. It was a startup. When I came in, it was a startup. We had four people. And uh, at this point, and we, we, at some point, we got up to about 36 because we also did adult basic training. Mm -hmm. And you would know about this, right? Because a lot of adults need specialized training to help them pass written tests well, to get in into that. Well, yeah, it would be uh, more of the adult education, field, right. which it I'm does. very mm -hmm. familiar with, too. Mm -hmm. But yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot mm -hmm. of them come in because their bosses have said, you know, if you don't learn English past this point or this much English, then we're not going to promote you or keep you. Or there's just so many reasons why. Well, we come. just to get into the county system, you have to know English mm -hmm. because a lot of their tests are written or oral or or math. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're, we're, these are people who already know English, but it's been 30 years since they graduated. Right. You know, they have right. they've been out of school for a long time, mm -hmm. so they know English, but. Reading comprehension is a serious problem. I mm -hmm. really think there's a, there's a serious problem with reading comprehension, um, whether you're in school as a child or whether you're an adult who never really kind of got that. Absolutely. You know, and it's fundamentally yeah. important for you to be able to co to read and comprehend to, in order to succeed in any career, regardless of what industry. And that's why there are positions out there. Like currently, you know, when I was teaching, uh, when I was uh, coaching in Pasadena Unified, that's right now. That's what they want. They want full-time coaches to handle their EL population, their mm -hmm. English language learners. Mm -hmm. There's so many. And we've got Title I schools all over the mm -hmm. place, and that's what we need. We need that extra support in the classroom because teachers aren't able to do it. When you have 38 to one teacher, it's uh. very, very difficult. They do it, and they do it well, but they'll do it better with, you know, because you see the results of that, that yeah. they need that comprehension. They need to... To understand and what that that is more than just like you know let me teach you how to you know let's just teach you how to read and here are some mm -hmm. sight words I mean when when you start reading first second third grade and I have three kids right now all in elementary fifth fourth and a kinder so for me knowing that that was such an important 
part of their foundation. Like I started off reading. I taught them how to read at home mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. they had even entered kinder. Mm -hmm. And awesome. to me, that That's was great. really important because I knew, just know that this was going to be a, a, a skill that they're going to need just to, to succeed in not just elementary, but high school, but in any career. Right. So you gave them a head start, basically. Um, yeah, and I think that's I think that's really that's important, important for parents to do that, to be really involved in, in, in teaching, to reading to their kids and to be involved in teaching from them. From day how to one. From day one. And day my one house was birth. like a library. Mm -hmm. It was just books everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, I even used to go to, there is a, a wholesale, um, uh, I think it was, a, it's, it's on uh, right by the two freeway on, God, what is it? It's, um, we're, Anyway, there was I found this place that had used books. Okay. And it was just they would have buckloads of of books. Oh, are you talking about It's uh, an once outlet. A it's an outlet. Oh. It's um not good, once goodwill upon a child. Outlet. It's oh, a goodwill okay. outlet. Okay. Oh, okay, right by the by two hard, freeway. Okay, by Broadway and mm -hmm. right by the no, two. No, the two freeways you get out like by Super Colorado, King before you get to Super oh, King. Oh, that area. Oh. Okay. What is that street? York? San Fernando. San Fernando. Thank yeah. you. There is a huge outlet, and then this is I, my advice to every parent if you don't want to spend a lot of money books. Because, you know, once they read it in like 10 seconds, it's, it's, it's I don't want you to waste your money. But if you go to this uh, Goodwill outlet, they have books for 50 cents, and they bring in bucket loads of books. These are all books that teachers have retired, and they sure, had it in their absolutely. classrooms, and then they've donated it. So books and books were coming. So I would be in there, like, not dumpster diving, but book diving. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be in there book diving, and I would walk out with a cart of, like, 150 books, like, let's say, first, second, third grade stuff, or, you know, beginners, and even some stuff that I would love to read. Well, you know, you can get the books at the library for free, too. I have to advocate for the library oh. since I am librarian. <laughs> yeah. You're a librarian, yeah, too. Yeah, and okay. I, well, so, yeah, yeah. so two positions in one but it's under mm -hmm. still under teacher status in fact I, t I can check out books for my son now so I'm not saying we're avoiding the library we still go once a week yeah. but it's nice to like have a little easy access he tells me what he likes to read and I check it out mm -hmm. and it's free yeah and yeah I'm, I'm with you yeah. they read it a few times they read it right. you know maybe sometimes it's just once and sometimes they don't even like it you put it on the shelf it's done why waste your money when we do have these services mm -hmm. to us? It's a free library. Right. Just like free education, we have a free library. Why not take advantage yeah. of that? And you can always donate it back if after you're done. Like I've, th I've sure. done that once my kids have finished reading, and I, used to, I actually yeah. box them up, and then I'll save it for the other one because uh, there's three of them. So I used to save some of the books that my older kids read, and then the younger ones well, would read them, and then I would just donate it back to anywhere. Huh? What? Is is it really free though? Public libraries? Public is it really free? Well, schools? it's it's uh, free as long as we're working and getting a gainful employment uh, paycheck. As long as you're paying right? taxes, it's free. And that's a good thing. When you it's stop paying good. taxes, it won't be free. Anymore. There's also these um, stationaries I've noticed in Burbank. It it's kind of these like a small box Kiosk. looks like book, yeah, little book drops. Like a book drops where mm -hmm. you can go pick up a free book and then oh, yeah. you 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 drop People, off the uh, old one. They're yeah. they're calling it's them <coughs> book. Um, uh, not book drops, but uh, op uh, neighborhood libraries. Is that what it's like called? Like are you talking yeah. about, you know? The little posts. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little post that really you just cool. pick up a book and drop it off yeah. once you're done. I mean, we, we, we take advantage of that okay. in mantras. Yeah. They're popping up like There's crazy. one at the, the uh, park. It's awesome. Yeah, it's at the community awesome. park, the Montrose Community Park has yeah. one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I think since we're talking about education we should and reading, we should probably get to our first topic of education, 
uh, which is, I want to get to this because I know you, you two may have different perspectives on it, and we'd love to hear both perspectives. And by the way, tonight the wise nuts are neutral. We're mediating. Don't don't even though he has a Trump don't hat. Don't worry on. about the Trump hat. It's actually it's Jacqueline's. It's a camouflage I'm just, I'm just Trump hat too. It. He doesn't even want you Jacqueline, to see that it I says Trump twenty twenty. I didn't wear my hat. Just so you Thank you. Out of respect for yeah. I really Jacqueline, appreciate Jacqueline, thanks for letting me borrow it. I appreciate it. <laughs> I love your shirt. Oh, oh, that was good. That was a low blow. Uh, huh? well, you know, I, I, I had to I had to I had to use a special marker to cross off Obama. But okay, no, no, I understand. I understand. <laughs> so the uh, first topic at hand is basically oh, no, um, so, political correctness and the prevailing indoctrination of mm. um, leftist ideology and how there's seems like there's lack of diversity in overall education, especially in the university system. So, um, well, what do you mean by that? You feel like there's lack of diversity? Well, it seems like uh, I don't have a, I don't have any kids in school yet, but. I do follow a lot of different universities, and I do get a lot of um, graduates who come to my uh, organization for employment. Mm. And it seems like there's a lot more liberal studies, in a sense, leftist ideology being taught versus conservative or just neutral. Because to me, school has to be neutral. They have to teach you what's in the books, and you get to decide whether you're on the left, on the right, in the middle, it's mm-hmm. up to the student mm-hmm. to decide based on life experience, based on family values, mm-hmm. based on just the, their own upbringing. So, uh, but I feel like it's leaning more toward the left. But tonight, my opinion doesn't count. It's your opinions that I think matter more. Well, than I, I, I think <laughs> it's more. Our opinion does count in a sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is your show, so it should count for something. It'll count for something, but today, today's show is going to be a little different, mm-hmm. and it's not anything about women. I mean, if we can have this discussion in a different forum, we would be open to it. So if anyone else is open to a discussion in this setting, we're still open to it with the wiseness. We don't discriminate. We're exactly. not sexist. We're not prejudiced. We're not racist we're not right all the ists no, listen <laughs> all the ists. don't ask me about that stuff because you're gonna hear the truth and it's not gonna be true <laughs> well you know Aster, you wanna yeah i will i sure. think i will because i think what you're referring to is kind of the last few years of what we've been seeing kind of on the media as we see students screaming at their professors um in th- these universities that are supposed to be of higher learning um, whether it's uh, maybe um, Professor Weinstein out in Evergreen or if it's, I believe it was Professor uh, Nicholas, I can't remember his last name, but that was in Yale, um, where you see this mob of students that gather around their professors in a completely disrespectful manner and how they barrage and berate and call these, um, you know, call them all kinds of names. They, they tell them they don't that um, that they're bigots or that they're sexist mm-hmm. or racist and, and all these things. And these are professors yeah, who these really... these stories from my brother. And That's these are why he has to put a disclaimer in front of every class that he teaches that involves the word Armenian in it. And he says, if you think that you're going to get an easy A, you can leave now. Mm-hmm. And they all get up and, and they all leave. <laughs> and that's, I'm sorry to say, part of our culture too. Sometimes well, yeah. we don't want to hear... What maybe needs to be taught? To well, us, I think know. it's important that you're 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 
you know, your grade depends on your competence. It has nothing to do with your race, your gender, or um, any of that. But uh, having watched these videos, and I have watched them, and mm -hmm. I've spent hours watching them because I was, I, at first I couldn't believe that this was happening because I went to a university and I couldn't imagine, imagine a crowd of students screaming at their professors in public. But isn't I just that, couldn't. Isn't that what they're supposed to, so, so students are supposed to have a well-rounded, they're supposed to be using their own, they're autonomous, they're learning things, and they are bringing mm -hmm. to the fore their opinion. So the screaming part, obviously, I don't think that that's respectful, but they are exercising their rights and their right is to protest. Um, well, like I agree that. with you. I think that having a diversity of thought is important in a university. If not there, where else? But I think when you are screaming at your professor and you're saying, I don't care about the facts, I don't care what you have to say, that you know, when you start emotionally breaking down, you have to first ask yourself, why is this a young adult mm -hmm. incapable of first uh, kind of holding themselves together and having a discussion in the first place. Well, that happened well before the college experience. Thank you. <laughs> I, you're you absolutely know? right. I will yeah. agree with you on that, that I think a lot of this coddling and a lot of this We'll see. We don't happening. disagree after yeah. all. I'm no, telling I, you, this is going to be a different <laughs> show. And Look. you're going to be like, wait a minute. I think we actually have a lot of similarities. The, the, so yeah. See, Jenny early. says, why did you use the term versus? You could have said... What, what did she say? Collaboration or? I agree. Um, Jenny, is that my Jenny? Jenny, Jenny Yetem. Yetem. Yeah. Jenny's everyone. I love her. She's, she, by the way, this is lawyers Jenny. on your side. This would be Jenny on my side. So I, I'm warning Jenny, you. Jenny, look at it this you, way. But you're banned from Facebook, so you're not. That's okay. <laughs> I'll let you know. I, I, I'm, I feel proud. I feel like I've been. I've, I know. You, <laughs> you, know you, you you've accomplished quite right. a bit. You can't, you can't, there, call, you know, my you can't be controversial and not be banned for us. Using the term versus is. It's more of a marketing. Clearly, uh, yeah. I don't think <laughs> it's more of a marketing, marketing approach. Not processing too long for that. Why? We didn't. I think if yeah, we said discussion, nobody cares about it. So a I think you know where I'm going. And I'm <laughs> I totally know where you're going. You yeah, think that I'm it's going public to go. education that ruined No, them. not at all. I think okay. that there's a lot of things that ruined. No, no, these, no, I mean, these we are got kids. Public have, education. These are kids who have also come sure. from private schools. There's I my, mean, my, my ex student. Yeah. Possibly uh, my ex student. Why? We'll find out. We'll see. I'm a product of public education. I'm very proud of that. But I think in a lot of these schools, you also have kids who have come from private schools because a lot like you know evergreen i'm sure takes in private kids as well mm -hmm. as public kids mm -hmm. but um you're right i was going to go straight to kind of this um inability to accept diversity of thought and inability to just accept like this person doesn't agree with you and you need to deal with it so how do we and as far as education for me i have children now growing up and coming into the public school and 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 as they progress um, i want to make sure that my kids know how to have a conversation without breaking down. Well, I commend you for and, and in doing sending them to public school, first of all. Yeah, and, awesome. and I do, because I not only am I sending them to public school, but in the same city that I reside in, and, mm -hmm. I, I, and I'm, because I think I, they did a great job with me. Mm -hmm. But I think it's a combination also of, like, culture and my parents and my upbringing. Absolutely, but that's absolutely what it is. And when there's not that combination and there's not that diversity, that's when things have a tendency to break down. Do you, you know? think that, though, um, in, in this latest generation, whether it's millennial or Generation Z, do you think that even the parents that were raising these young kids, that now they've gone off to college recently, that are acting out this way, do you think that there's, that even the parents, they have 
contributed to this coddling and this inability for them of to. Of course. And of why course. did we do that? We and why nation, did that happen? We have a nation full of busy bees that can't sit down and they shove that phone in their hands. And by the way, I, I'm very proud of myself. I lasted, Jill Simonian, if you're listening, I lasted 11 years, okay, <laughs> 11 years and five months before we put a phone in my son's hand and he's still and he has very strong parental controls and knows that it's going to get taken away but like when i was taking him to uh, whatever the park you know we go mm -hmm. to the same part we forget mm -hmm. to the what do you see in their hands age two age three there's a phone there and i'm not saying that i judge the parent because i certainly don't <clears throat> every parent has their crap and i have my yeah. own crap but when i see the majority of of my son's uh, classmates with phones at an early age. Mm -hmm. Third grade? That was ridiculous. No, I remember no, he oh came home God. and he said, you know, so-and-so is, everybody has a phone. And I'm like, okay, well, we're not everybody. You do the typical, you know, we're not everybody. We're not getting a phone now. But I was surprised. I was so surprised. I'm like, what's yeah. going on? And these are good schools. Right. You know, we all right. live here. We pay those taxes because we want the good schools. And here we are. So I think that contributes to it. It's, yeah. it's way yeah. before. It's I, so I feel it like it the does. problem was way before that. The I, well, time as a, as a nation, the time that we started giving participation trophies, that's when everything started going downhill. This is just a repercussion a of, of how it all came Well, it's together. kind of that's like this literature that kind of came out in the last so 20 I years of psychology. and we didn't have that. Rearing. Early 90s. No, we well, we, we didn't have that because we had Armenian parents who said, if you don't do your homework, I'm going to like throw I mean, this you pupuch lose, at you. You lose, you lose. Right, exactly. Then like, the pupuch came off yeah, and you're like, so uh, like what are you going to no. do with that? It, it reminds Ar me of like that works. Armenian moms are like snipers. No, I think, I think. I think, I think some of that works. Bubba, we used to carry guns, like, you know, I mean, full, I'm sure. a full metal well, jacket. I know about that. <laughs> Wasn't that a movie? So, um, Probably. So, yeah, what I, can I, I say? I'm a product of the <laughs> 80s. I've got a lot of those coming on. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that, but that, I think a lot of parents were confused about which way do they go. Are they, are they not being sensitive enough to their children's needs, or are they being too strict? Are they not being strict enough? And I feel like there was a lot of language that came out in the early 2000s about how to raise your children the right way and then and if you're not doing this then somehow you're a bad parent and i think parents went crazy they didn't even know what they were doing if they were doing but if you they know. if you rely on your instincts i think when i mean i remember when i became a parent like a lot of things just instinctively came within me of course. and a lot of things that my mom used to say i found myself saying over and over again going gosh she was right and then um so, so I felt like I was guided by my instincts more than having to listen to a bunch of, you know, or read a bunch of magazines and articles and this person says this and that person says that. Well, there's Just a lot confuses out there. There's you a lot more. of literature out there for parents. Yeah. Um, I was in, I took my son to a parent education program and I remember thinking, oh my God, I wish more people would take this. But you cannot force a parent to come to a class that they don't want to come to or they don't have the time to. Uh, sometimes they would send their nannies there and, you know, the program got upset. They were like, okay, you know, once in a while. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, again, we're in this culture and I hate yeah. to say it, our culture That's participates in it a lot. 
a lot of my students had two working parents and they were always at the grandparents the grandparents raised yeah, them yeah and i'm not saying yeah. anything's wrong with dadig and you know but that's fine you know it's good to visit i mean my own son has a phenomenal relationship i'm sure mm -hmm. armand's getting tired of seeing the pictures of my mom and um, my no, son no, no. and I, I am I gonna like get a page. <laughs> we're gonna we'll like get them, them a room, get them a page. <laughs> but like they, you know, he doesn't. He he wasn't raised by her. Yeah. He wasn't. You know, I mean, I wanted to. Ra I chose to raise my son, mm -hmm. and it was a choice, and it was a conscious choice that I think actually happened instinctually, like mm -hmm. you're saying, because yes. I thought I was gonna be like everybody else and go yes. running, blowing mm -hmm. with fire out of my ass, going straight back to work. Well. Right. You know, you learn as a parent, but not everybody has that opportunity. And again, I lead it back to culture because we happen to be here in Glendale now. And I've taught enough years to know that we have a little bit of that in our culture where the grandparents are expected to be brought over to this country. That's their ticket here mm -hmm. because they're going to take care of the kids. Well, I think they're even in Armenia, we have multi-generational mm -hmm. culture. So I think grandparents were always around in families. You lived with your in-laws, and you had your kids there in Armenia. Yeah. Everybody was, it was a multi-generational household, so grandmas were Definitely. always around. And I think not just to help you, in, and, and, and even though the moms were stay-at-home moms. Do you think moms, that's correct, though? Do you, do you agree well, with no, that? No, because I think they would tend to undermine the mother. You know, it's like okay. they know better. Yeah. Now, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. To, now it's one thing to it's one thing to learn from your you know elders, and 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 I think there's a lot of things that we should learn from our elders and continue. I think that the, a lot of wisdom has come down the line, and we should not disregard that wisdom. Um, but I think they, they they do tend to undermine the parent a little bit, and that creates when there's two he, when there's two um, what is it chiefs in the and not enough Indians. Not enough Indians. Yeah, so that that creates a situation where the mother-in-law or the mother might undermine your what how you want to raise your child but and the ability for you to raise your child the way you think is right. But if there's a, just an opinion, then it shouldn't bother you. I mean, there's opinion you can take from the parents and it's helpful. Well, it's an Not opinion. Yeah, no, it's an opinion. No, I understand. But if they're pushy about it, then that's well, when it's an issue. But we just got pushy. a comment to broaden by the yeah. way, and I wanted to address that uh, broadening, it's it's important to to emphasize too that I'm also not teaching in an Armenian uh, school district, a school district where there are large numbers of Armenians, and I'm seeing the same kind of thing. Parents are not seeking out; they don't have time, or they are still stuck in culturally um, binding ways of doing things where they're pressured to go back to work right away, not take care of their own kids, and then, you again, you've got the issue of the caregivers. Right. And but that's an American culture. It's not the Armenian culture. I think in, in Armenian culture, women have stayed home. I know my mother was a stay-at-home mother. I don't know if your mom was a stay-at-home mom. Mine, too. Oh, okay. no, mine, too, so, absolutely. Yeah. And my dad w you know, raised a family of four on $12 mm -hmm. an hour at a factory. Mm -hmm. So go fit, you know what I mean? And she's still living the life because of uh, that employment. And it's just different. It's different now. And there are some things that are different, some things that aren't. Some things are just money smarts. I'm not, you know, mm -hmm, I, I'm not right. saying that everybody has to stay at home or I don't think that the dad has to stay at home. My, I'm saying everybody should be doing what, what they want to do with their lives. But we're relying too much maybe on cultural norms. That's what I don't think 
is a good idea. Well, What's an example of your culture? Like when, and uh, you know, like I said, I'm also talking about a different school district with mm-hmm. similar cultures that we share, similar uh, habits. So, like, yeah, you know, so so they're coming what, to this like country expecting this. Is the, they're coming to this country expecting to take care of your household and take care of your kids, and you got to go back to you've got to go out to work. They've done their time. They now it's your turn to go. And the, and the distance between child and parent, you know, I mean, I, I, my son goes to a school where there's such huge involvement with parents mm-hmm. and almost to the point, and, you know, I, I, I can name a couple of schools in the district that we both belong to that have a lot of parental <coughs> involvement so much so that the teachers are like, okay, enough, we've got yeah. enough. I'm probably but, one of those parents. Yeah. I'm on the yearbook <laughs> committee and the gala. But see, that's good. And it, I volunteer it, in the classroom. It's very good, and you can still work too. Yeah. And it's very good parenting skill to have. That's not the expected of a lot of cultures that go to our schools. But I think it's also an immigrant thing because when you're coming in, you got to take whatever job you can, and you, both parents are going to have to work to make ends meet. I mean, it, it's very difficult. I think there's a lot of people, a lot of, you know, people who have immigrated here and have, are trying to create a better life for their children yeah, have had sure. to work very hard, and that means two jobs, three jobs, whatever it is. That also contributes to the fact that someone else is going to have to take care of that mm-hmm. child, right? So, but we don't stay there. You know, the point is for our kids to do better. And I'm going to just speak on my own personal experiences. It was tough with my parents, you know. It was tough as immigrants, people, you know, we came here with absolutely nothing. We were refugees escaping a socialist country um, and coming here and, and, and just kind of scraping by. And, you know, it was difficult for my mom she worked in the mall you know she did whatever she could you know like low-wage jobs whatever it is but I feel like that was she didn't have a lot of options right but I don't want that to go to to, I don't want that to to go to 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 avail because I was able to finish school and go to go to Mm -hmm. college and then I have reaped the benefits of this country and the opportunities whereas when you're coming here and you're 20s and 30s you haven't really gone through the education system you don't know things you don't, you don't speak the language that also is a barrier for you to have economic opportunity and to have kids in tow and to have kids in harder. tow to come with you and now you've got a you know i mean my parents my mom didn't speak english well, but so there, but now we're touching on another cultural subject which is uh, every every adult education school i've ever worked at says the same thing when there are you know uh La Tierra and you know all these Mexican markets available on my right. street corner, and I um, and I live in the building of like Little Mexico, and I live in the building of Little Armenia. So let's talk about got, assimilation. Well, yeah, the, you don't. There's no room. I mean, it's not like when my parents came yeah. or when your parents came, where they actually learned the language because you know we had like several right. different um, um, white. Uh, Americans, and I'm saying that in quotations because they weren't, you know what I mean? You have Germans and Jews and Italians, and Chicago was just this huge mix. Nobody was speaking Armenian except for when we went to church. So, of course, they're going to pick up on that language really quickly because they want to be able to buy groceries. They want to be able to take their kids to school. You know, and my mom was part of the PTA for like years and years, and she spoke very little English, and they Mm -hmm. welcomed her like you wouldn't believe because that makes their school, the public school, feels, you know, important when, you know, they've got parents from all over and, you know, feeling welcome anyway, feeling uh, like they're approachable. But I want to touch on what you just said. 
you said the fact that we do have Spanish markets and we also have Armenian markets and we have all the so so they're concentrated. You, the right. concentration is hard. That's so why it's hard it's to speak It's much harder English. for assimilation. So you you and and I think that well when the new do liberal it, world is a uh, the new liberal word is acculturation. By the way, I was going to go with acculturation <laughs> too, you know, but we're not um, a melting pot anymore. We are a salad bowl. Uh, or multi- <laughs> I thought it was multiculturalism. I'm that's just no, no, that was, that was I'm the just old damn confused. That's, that's Pick a side, <laughs> boo boo. I feel like it's getting too confusing for me. Life could have been very simple. What? Well, you it call was boo boo too. I call my son boo boo. <laughs> He's like my son. I do. See, <laughs> here's what I don't understand, though. For example, my parents moved here when they were in their 30s, about my age or so, a little bit younger than me, and. So to them, it was a culture shock. But yet, my, me and my brother did fine. We grew up. We had decent education, and my sister was born here. Whereas my generation, who has kids now, they're having more challenges than my parents did. Right. And they had a language barrier, no education, nothing. And I think part of it is because the family dynamics have changed. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. We've been here for mm-hmm. 30 three years almost, and my mom's only worked maybe two years of those 30-some mm-hmm. years. Same here. And Same here. Whereas now, it's not just, I, I don't think it's just a financial issue where people think, well, both parents have to work. I think it's also become a gender issue where it's like, well, uh, why does the husband have That's to work? That's not why true. I see like that if I was making mm-hmm. the, the money where my wife didn't have to work, she didn't, she wouldn't work. Don't take it personally. Yeah. Why don't but they both? Why generally they both speaking. work? That doesn't so, so mean you I'm can't take care of your kids, right? Because look, we've got CEOs out there that have, uh, you know, they they have some childcare at some point in their lives because we all know we've had kids. Well, you you're in the thick of it right now. I, right. I call that being in the trenches. And my wife when you've got work. A, a K through, I mean, a, a and know, I think that's the best five. thing for your child. I do. So we're all agreeing that our parents did the right thing by the mom not working, Definitely. and yet we're arguing mm-hmm. that well, why can't we work? And there are CEOs who work and raise kids. I don't know of a single CEO that doesn't have. Yes, at a, after a certain age, of course, when they go to school, that's fine. Definitely. But I well, think that's what I'm trying yeah. to say is they are CEOs and they're having that kind of intense care maybe in the preschool years. But once they go to school, they're also I mean, look at Hollywood. They don't have to work right. a certain not, you know, they, a lot of them are on a hiatus for a long time. They really are with their kids and everybody makes Hollywood sound like it's such a, you know, well, they, they have they have their nannies in tow either way. Of course. But they're also on set. Which is amazing. Like, I think, oh, my God, if I could take my son to school with me while I was teaching, you know what? That would be amazing, and I would be able to breastfeed him like I wanted to. But the thing is, we don't have that. We don't live Hollywood. We don't have the nannies that are into And, okay, and I'm, I'm also talking, going back to the cultural thing, who said grandparents are the expert at raising, you know, I don't even know my grandparents. My grandparents died before I was born. Well, one of them, you know, when I was one. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know them. My mom did this by herself. My dad did this by Mm -hmm. What's so different? What's happening? And we both, you know, had the public education, which is awesome. And, you know, produced great results a lot of times. Like, this is, you know, we're not talking about, um, I guess what I'm saying is, what has changed? I think what's changed is technology has changed. 
I think that everybody's giving their their kids a phone at an early age, and it's not. We're not even waiting for ten year studies to come out on oh, things. Don't, yeah, I mean, even 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 Silicon Valley's not giving technology to their own children. Um, right. they, they won't even give it to them, and I completely agree. My kids don't have cell phones; they don't even have a PS4. So, what I, I think has changed—they have got nothing. <laughs> I know the PS. Has it come out? No. Okay, that's what They've my son nothing. is like saving his money for, and I'm going, "Okay, five. allowance just turned into from you know forty dollars a month. It's now fifteen a month. <laughs> oh, it's going to take you a long time. Of course, I, I make mine sweep the floors for. For, for, for allowance money, money. that's very because smart. Floors need to be sweeped. Yeah, and I'm often, not doing so it. And go. it's dark, so it gets dirty. You can see it. <laughs> so idea. I make mine sweep the floors. What with do you do? Like every time they reach from one end to the other, they pick up a buck. No, and I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good skill. I, I, I feel like so. Skill. I'm gonna go to my exercise. These kids lack exercise. So I'm gonna go to my kind of conservative kind of values here, where I go. You know what? I'm gonna. Uh, you guys need to like work for for your living. Like you need, the sooner you learn yeah. that value of a dollar, Absolutely. the better it is uh, for me and for you. Because I, I'm not gonna be taking care of you the rest of your life. Yeah. And and we have discussions about finance with our kids. We decided, That's my husband important. and I, to have them early on, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. To, to teach them about the economics, you know. Uh, and I think that's also a real problem. I think a lot of kids don't understand how the real world works. They don't. They don't get that, you know what, you may live in this bubble for a while where you might think you're special and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. and, and, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of, there's also a lot of... Um, I don't want to say mental health, but I think we we understand that there is anxiety and anxiousness in our youth right now. Absolutely, and that's you could see that in the number of suicides. You could see that in the number of kids on antidepressants. You can see that in the number of kids who uh, are antisocial, and so therefore, and technology has to do well, with that. You as can well. bank social media and technology. Social media for is, that. I yeah. feel like it's the devil. Adults are anxious these days because. They don't have any social Look skills. Look at me. I'm anxious. I'm like looking to see who's right? watching. You post a picture. Listening. You're wondering <laughs> how many likes did I why get. You can't well, you know, teach your kids about money today because no one's even pulling out cash. It's ho- difficult to explain the debit and credit to can kids. I, I, I play oh, Monopoly oh, with I my kids. It. That's, that's the best. We do that too. To, you have to and I don't let my kids beat me. I, I play hard. By the way, yeah. I when we go to the store, I always tell my son, I say, we're paying with our debit card today. We're paying with cash today. Can you help me count back the change? Can you help? Oh, he already gave you the change. I said, yeah, but it might be a mistake. And one time he actually found a mistake. It was like five cents more than he got. It turns out that, mm-hmm. you know, he... he uh, when Double. we were grabbing with, we were you know grabbing the change thing, and somebody probably left a, right. a nickel and in there. And he says, "Mom, I found a mistake. Should I?" Go? I said, "Well, that okay, maybe you know." Not the when it's a plus, you don't. <laughs> well, you don't want to okay, teach him that. Say that. No, I just it's what I said plus, was, you I, run think, away with I think it. nature. Don't run okay. away from but nature. Right, now, it, now. Okay, see, that might have been I mean. a bad when example. When people but, stop. You know, Running away from nature, it's human nature. So it's, it's human nature to take extra. the plus? Bro, it's five. <laughs> if it's if it's life-changing, if it was a no, dollar, was, I would go back. That's me. Bubba, we had but already left the store, okay? We left the store. I, t- I, I, sh- I, I shared with him that it's possible that people don't pick up their yeah. change. Because, by the way, that happens too. People don't right. like care. People are so busy, they don't even care. And they're yeah. used to paying with the plastic. So by the time they get the change, they're like, what's this change worth? Well, to me, it's worth it. It's our money. It's our money money that right. we you know so what so i feel is that i feel that that in the 50s and 60s when p- moms did stay home and i really do think that was kind of a golden era of of producing um kids who 
you know, I feel like had the best of both worlds. They had a mom who was at home and who was engaged with them um, and a father who was a provider and they felt security and safety, um, which is kind of what children need. They need to feel a sense of protection. They need to be protected. They need mm -hmm. to feel loved and they need to feel secure. Right. And when we're living in today's society, I don't think that that exists very as much as it should because our, because we are always out there working. So the kids are kind of left to their own devices, you know, well, which is... you know, like I said, you can also choose your work and choose it carefully and choose it well. We're not choosing. We're just running out there with the, on the seat of our pants because all we're doing is buying stuff and we oh, think we need that nine-to-five yes, job. We think we need that... There's so much opportunity out there for both parents to work, be viable, because by the way, what you say, you know, you're right. Your kids are going to go in the real world. We have to mm -hmm. teach them about finances, not only because of that, but because it's going to help them. By the time we're old, we will have our jobs in place. We will have our retirement so that they don't have to take care of us. That's an important reason, too, to, uh, well, you yeah, know. You, wanna be, to you don't want to be a burden on your children. Financial well. health. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. that's helping them. That's helping society as well mm -hmm. so that you're not a burden on society and, and accruing debt. But the 50s, okay, so Donna Reed show, no, we're not doing that anymore. We're, moms and dads can do equal work. They can do equal work, and they can choose work where they are at home with their children. You don't but have isn't to be home not making home. A work. Isn't being at home, staying at home with your kids, that's work. I, I think that's very valuable. It's, it's valuable, but if they're at school and you're not contributing to your own retirement, you're not giving them any valuable while they're in school. And by the way, I work, I happen to work, and I come home, and I take care of everything. I pick my son home from school. It's a choice. But both of our parents were stay-at-home moms. Well, when they're in Absolutely, school, I think but it, I'm not a stay-at-home. Yeah. I'm telling you I work, and I'm at home for my son. Mm -hmm. It is possible. It's doable. And I don't even have the support. It's all on me. There's nothing wrong with that. You have to give credit where credit is due. We've got a lot of, we've got 60% now divorce rate in this country. Oh, my God, A yes. lot of I, women are taking, you see them. I Come do. On, and you see them in the I, work program. I do, and, and, and it's <clears throat> unfortunate because, because that's another problem, I think, this whole, uh, the, the high rates of divorce, I think. Uh, you know, I don't know if we have time for that, but um, it's unfortunate that that's happening, and I think it's a lot of, poor decision making on some of the sometimes sometimes it's poor decision making and sometimes it's you know it, it's kind of remembering it. like okay what what is it that I want to do with my life and then being able to take like go to school and finish and get the job first and and then see who figure out who you are before you pick a partner in life okay but before so you, you and I are both coming from the same school of thought but because life isn't perfect like that and because people aren't going to listen to me and send their kids to parent ed, first of all, for the first five, we also have to accommodate for that. We have to be, you know, uh, open to you those changes. Do like, you think the it, state or the government should step in and oh, do all that? Oh, absolutely not. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. no. Okay. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about allowing for people to make their mistakes and not reprimanding them. If we're reprimanding them for a mistake, well, you know what? We're talking about a lot of that's <laughs> right. No, I mean, that's a it, lot. It, it's not just a mistake where you're like, oh, even you know, I got a ticket. Even um, married couples mm -hmm. are making poor decisions with parenting. And you know that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know. So this goes back to culture. So we have to go back to what is it that we value? What are some of the virtues that we've put, we've lost as a society? Mm -hmm. Parenting skills would be one. Yes. And and why is that? What, what has happened in the last 40 years that somehow parenting has, 
degrade it down to what it is right mm -hmm. now, which is Absolutely. Um, social competition has a mm -hmm, lot to do mm -hmm, with it. Mm -hmm. Maybe, yeah, keeping we, keeping up with keeping up with the Kardashians, keeping up with the Joneses, right. Joneses. That, that's but, a big issue. But you know what? I, I have to tell you that that's not just a parent. That's not. It's not fair to put that on parenting, for example. That's societal. That right, has to right. do with everybody's watching. You know what I mean? We're like just talking about parents right now. That's yeah. why we're bringing it up. Of course, it affects everyone. I mean, consumerism yeah. is for everyone. It's not just affecting parents. But um, what I was referring to is like, what are kind of the core principles that we may have lost mm -hmm. in the last 40, 50 years? Some people might say, well, you know, I think um, the, the kind of the family dynamic has changed. The um, breakdown of religion. That's another one. I think we, we've all kind of had a community to go to, whether that was church or what, that was a, a place of worship, whatever it was. There was People always are working that too much. They feel like they're working too much to be able to attend church. Who knows? Why don't we talk about why the divorce rate is going up instead of down? I think one of the reasons is um, because it's it's that's a tough it's one I, I think there it's competition be correct? It, it's you competition don't between don't the sexes if you try to be politically correct you're not going to answer what is, when, what is when, a divorce like? well that <laughs> because I'm trying to be neutral here but uh, I think uh, if any of you listen to Dennis Prager when he starts in male I female hour oh my god my ex-boyfriend listens to Dennis Prager. He keeps sending me clips I have from New York. He's like, you got to <laughs> listen to this guy. I'm like, you know what? Well, who died and made you, made you a Republican? I have well, that's what I'd like he, to know. When, this is like when he starts his male-female hour. My, my son listens to Dennis Prager. I have him watching. He's uh, 10 and a half. And I so have him <laughs> Dennis Prager. Have you listened to the male-female hour? It's Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Oh. It's one hour a week. And he, when he starts the show, he has a couple of uh, music and uh, quotations that he starts off with. And one of them is from an old movie where the guy says, I forget which movie it's from. He says, I want a wife, not a competitor. And right. I think that's one of the main reasons why the divorce rate is so high because back when our parents were growing up... What's the competition? I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. When our parents were married, or they're still married, but when they were starting a family, for example... Uh, most of our moms didn't work at then. Yes. So they had almost no choice but to compromise and stay married. Now, again, there's a downside to that where some of them did stay, stay in unhealthy marriages. Definitely. But now... It happens still today. Yes, it does. Absolutely. But a lot of, a lot of women now... Yeah, they, they can leave. They don't have to stay they, they don't have to I leave. Blame I'm well, it's not just women. Men can men. leave, men too. Can what does this have to do right. with women? I personally you know? blame it on I, the let's men. Let's just say that the relationships are easily dissolved now. Men. Why do you Completely. blame it on men? What do you think? Because they're No, 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 no. Wait. Men have gotten lazier over I think he's going to go. I knew he was going to go there. I knew he was going to say Physically. Because technology has a lot to do with that, too. But men are... There's 40-year-old men sitting in front of the... TV playing video that? games 9 a.m. is that oh, going that out? Who's paying the rent? We have that. Their wife. Their wife has to go work. Okay. So you come bring back the money. to you come back to what I said. The, right? the Pay roles. for the kids. Back to the roles. You teach see? the kids. And then what is what is what does she need him for? Because family okay. values and roles have changed. It's no longer it's not, marriage shouldn't be a need. By the way, marriage should be a want. Come yes. on, I think not, so. We don't we yeah. don't need. It we live in the land of plenty. But marriage is a need. Well, well, let me let me make a point about marriage is a want. Let me want to have. We want to have. We want to share our one. lives. Anush, <laughs> 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 are you there? Are you, you still guys are making me want to drink at this point. <laughs> By the way, cheers to you guys and 
to our, to our uh, viewers right now are watching. Well, he, he, here, here's why I think marriage is very important, aside from just it being a need or a want. I think we want to have successful marriages because we need them to be successful for a lot of Definitely. reasons. And I'll be for two would be for economic prosperity. Two household incomes are far better off than one, clearly. Mm -hmm. You have two income coming in. Or, you know, if you have one person at least working, you've got the other person taking care of all the other things like raising the children, taking them to dentist that's appointments. Expensive. That's very expensive. You don't want to have to outsource and pay for the mm -hmm. child care. So two incomes much better than one. You uh, climb up the social economic ladder much faster when right. starting Survive. off at the Sometimes bottom 20. Survival. What, are, what, are the, what are the studies on that? Well, I mean, you can mm. read Thomas Sowell. He's, he's looked at families that are uh, uh, families with two household incomes versus one or families. Uh, not only do they climb up much faster, so 95% of people who start off in the bottom 20 mm -hmm. end up going out, you know, raising, going up, whether it's middle class or upper middle class. And about 37% of the ones that started out at the bottom 20 ended up in the top 20. Mm -hmm. So people don't stay in these static economic mm -hmm. levels. They rise up. And, and of course, this is the whole point, right? We don't want to stay... You know, when you start up at 16 with a with a, that's with a an job, assumption you want to go up. That's an assumption that only married couples are static, too. I mean, you know. Well, most people rise up, but when you have two incomes, most it's much easier. Most people in general rise up. What do we yes. do? We don't just sit there, oh, my gosh, I don't have, you I know, I'm not married. I think it's a necessity. I mean, but, 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 but <laughs> I think what, in fact, but, it is. But what happens is more of a necessity. The person works. I, I feel like if the second partner is working, they need that money. Look, it's a financial reason. Right. No, we but have, I and not just because of consumerism, mm -hmm. like what I said. Survival we need to be vi viable for, so that we're not a burden on our, you know, it's not the old days. They're not going to sit there and say, okay, mom, you can have a room in my house. Hey, I don't want a room right. in my house. Look at my mom. My mom's 87, and she doesn't want anyone there. She doesn't even want the caregiver there. She says, eh, you know, I don't want these people here. Wyatt, what's going on? I, I can take care of my, I love that mentality. And she's, single not by choice because you know my dad passed That's away right. but what mm -hmm. I'm saying is I'm, and I'm not trying to say that their generation is our generation but let's also learn from that too oh absolutely she's actually surviving uh, yes. very well and probably a lot less stress and going to live is, longer because she, right. she's not dealing with the, that's a lot to deal with well if, when if, one person right, isn't two, working right well the, what happens is, is you're right like women are stressing out a lot more I think we've seen heart uh, attacks go up in women because of the stress of working in, 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 in you know in order to succeed you really have to be very competitive in some of these well, high paying yeah, but jobs we're also living, but we're also living a lot longer than men we're still right now we're at we're going to be our generation is going to live until 120 our kids generation 140 uh, I, I is projected by well, yeah i think by we're Dr. still at 80 these are the predictions um, i'll never believe no i think when we're people like people tell me there's prediction that you're no, going to live wait, no, yeah, no, no, we're no, still no. at like 82 I'll get you the numbers. Look, look at it wait. this way. When I say there's cars crossing <laughs> the street yeah. all the time. Yeah, but I definitely know that there's heart disease rise. A lot of heart disease has gone up uh, for women. Um, look it up for Gene Chatsky's book and doctor, I don't know the doctor's name. Just so look up life you, expectancy. No, just look up, G, if you look this up, they're, do, they're both doctors, and one is, one is a doctor of finance, and the other one is a doctor, a medical doctor, and they have projected that for us. It's not just them, but this is what I've heard, you know. It, and so it's you know, possible. If we're, if we're living till 120, yeah. uh -huh. well, right. remember, my mom was born in 1932, and she's 87. My dad died at 90, and he's a genocide survivor. So you know, we are we are living longer, 
by whatever it is. Genetics. Technology. Genetics. Genetics. Te- it's it's it technology, be, yeah. but... Actually, Adrian Barbeau's doctor, um, when she was married to John, I forget, you know, she married a couple times, and she wanted to get pregnant, and the doctor said, you get pregnant just fine because you're Armenian, and Armenian genes are the best genes I've ever seen walk through my mm-hmm. doors, and I agree with that. I agree and with you. a few you. women have walked through those doors. And a few... <laughs> <laughs> I like a little comedy, right? But here's what we have to focus on, though, Jacqueline. It's it's not about the longevity, and uh, you know we can. Inc- I mean, we can artificially increase mortality to where we can live to 120, 40, 50, but we have to be able to sustain ourselves for those many years in terms of financially, physically, quality of life, spiritually. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Because you know, I, I've been in the industry of dying you can say in mortality for a very long time mm-hmm. and whether it's a 104 year old or a 74 or recently unfortunately i had a 38 year old patient who passed away a few days ago Sorry to um, hear that. it's you see the difference in terms of um it's the quality of life that we focus on versus it's, it's what have you done for those 90 years or those 50 years or 120 years. Some people, you'll tell, they'll interview and say, well, you're 120. What did you do? Well, I only ate cheese and milk for 120 years. Oh, while well, she's smoking, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I it's, love those it's the French qua- women. It's, it's the quality of life. It's, it's what have you done, what have you given back, and the footprint you've left also. So that's why kind right. of... Right, so your work needs to be meaningful. It and has it, to and be. And it doesn't have to be a cookie cutter and say, okay, because... I am a dad, I have to do this, or because I'm a mom now, I have to do this, or because I'm married, I have to do this. We have to do what supports us so that we can support our children. And really it boils down to our micro, kind of micromanaging our life so that we can also expand out and give to the rest of our community. I mean, come on, it's, you know, in fact, this book talks about that, where our physical health better match our financial health Mm -hmm. because it really is a proven fact that women are going to live longer than men and not only that that we're living longer in general so once we if we keep if we keep up the spending all this spending that we're doing spending 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 and not giving and not you know being able to receive so that we can do what we should be doing for our communities we should be helping by the way your job this is you know you're not just doing a job you're Mm -hmm. not just earning a paycheck you are giving back to the community. Yes. I consider myself as a teacher, believe me, a lot of the kids that come in, you know, especially from homes at different places, like, uh, it's giving yeah. back. You are. You're, the, yeah. you're, you're sometimes the only source of them seeing a hello mm. or a goodbye you for the day. You spend more time with their kids sometimes than they do during sometimes, that day. Sometimes, sometimes. So it's an honor. And it's an honor and a pleasure. And uh, I hope you don't find that yearbook, though. <laughs> I hope I, I was. I hope I was a fo- positive. <laughs> but let you me, know. Let me tell you guys about as far as uh, life expectancy. Uh, the entire world is set to plateau at 85 years old yeah. on average mm. by 2030. Yeah. Arno, okay, that's a plateau. So exactly. Arno is saying the world okay, is set to plateau at 85. I'm going to be a young, ripe, uh, uh, you know, 80 year old. But can you afford to be 80 Sorry. years old? Look, I take I'm care going of to be able to. Wait. I yes, take care absolutely. of eighty some year olds. And what does this do to social security and Medicare? Well, no, no, no. Forget I, about social security and I mean, Medicare. Think about don't, don't. A lot of caregivers, people who depend on that. Caregivers cost eight, nine, ten thousand dollars a month. I know my mother. This is all insane to me. I feel like you guys, you guys are overthinking, and this is all done. All of these and studies, I don't believe in majority of them, but I feel like this is done to just. 
feel make people feel like it's overpopulated. Nothing is overpopulated. No, we have plenty we're, of we're room the in least, this world. Yeah, we're not like we, we don't no, need it's to. It's not like about overpopulation. As yeah. long as you can af- afford to live to that age, because there's gonna come a point where you can't take care of yourself, and y- when you're 80, you don't know where. You're where saying that though, but that doesn't mean it has to happen. You know what I mean? We need to be working not towards. Everybody's going to live to eighty-five. Not everybody. That's true. You're going to have fifteen and twenty. When I leave here, I might get hit by a bus. I understand of course, that, and so can you. And by the way, and there's nothing wrong with that as long as you've been doing your life giving to your family so that they do have something. You know, statistically, so how many have that though? That's the challenge. That's a good. Qu- it see? is yeah. a challenge. I agree. The average savings in the U.S. is what and like. Right. Two thousand dollars maybe. It's almost, yeah, not it's very, even it's actually, almost nothing. Five hundred is the I listen um, to a lot yes. of financial yeah. uh, wellness podcasts and if you have five hundred in the bank to like handle emergencies, apparently Somebody you're said that above it average in America. Right. And I'm not talking about credit cards because that's what people no, rely that, on. That's not money. But exactly. I also think that it's it's <laughs> because um, again the money. being uh, Financially astute, I think there's a couple of problems. I think people, either they don't know how to manage their finances, which I think a lot of that has to do with it, or because, again, these are people... that needs to be offered. I I am... starting. I am really... I've been wondering what's taken so long. My son's school is starting to offer... Oh, yeah, it's a program. I thought schools are starting to confuse kids sexually. They're starting financial... No, no, they're starting financial (laughs) wellness. They're not confusing kids sexually. That's (laughs) not what... You know, you don't go to school... Oh, welcome to public school. We're going to be confusing you about finances. We're also going to be confusing you about sexuality. See, I get so excited when my son sits at the wheel of my truck and doesn't want to get off because I'm like, oh, thank God, I hope when he goes to school nobody can confuse him. <laughs> but <laughs> I, 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 I had, you had, by the way, fear is the number one Fear is the number one stressor and causing right. deaths faster. Do I look way. like don't I fear, fear anything? I wear a Trump hat in public. I don't fear anything. I don't remember this any other uh, election or any other presidency where we felt like wearing hats, but okay. If you, feel like <laughs> well, you know what I mean? <laughs> the color red the, used the to be used in Spain for bulls. Now apparently red hats <laughs> piss people <laughs> off too. <so laughs> red hat, there's actually a group called the Red Hats. These ladies wear red hats. They're these wide brimmed, and it would be interesting yeah. to They're ask probably them upset if they, right now. If they're 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 up up. <laughs> right? Yeah. They're like, come on, guys. Like, really? You, you this messed it up. Um, but the, no, the reason I brought up the sex ed when you said they're teaching finance, because we've talked about this where kids, you know, home economics, where they were teaching us how to sew and cook yeah. and well, that uh, needs some to accounting. Come back. And uh, that's that been taken away, and well, some some of the comments were. I told can I had it? A, sure. Can I make Tol a comment a f- about a very good foods class yeah. and a very good? I took one. I remember. Yeah. Had, yeah. Had, 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 had. That's the you see. It, had. Has, it has come back at Rosemont Middle School. Has it? We still Ooh. yes, we still have culinary arts, okay. and actually that's wood a thing shop. now. Do we have woodshop coming back? No. I don't know. That's a good question. You can't call it woodshop anymore. I have a. Is that sexist? Yes. Yes. Wow, How in the world is that sexist? <laughs> I'm gonna call it woodshop. Um, what? I'm trying to think. Okay. Are you talking about like page 69 in yes, a book? Okay, yes, got yes. it. No, no. You can't talk about See, see this is no middle school. This is, this they skipped that page, just, by the way. <laughs> this is middle school politics you're talking about. By the way, page 69 doesn't exist in the book. It doesn't. It's like that 13th floor type of thing. They don't put it in the book. Actually, I do want to touch up on that. The trade schools. Um, 
I think that's another problem we're facing with about employment, right, with our youth, kind of like with this next this generation that's coming out of colleges and they feel a little like insecure about where they're going, how they're mm-hmm. going to be able to afford a life because it's getting more and more expensive. So it's like, what skills do they have? And I, given that I'm in workforce development, have seen that, God, we, we're lacking a lot of trade schools that, that kids who don't want to go to college and don't want to get into $100,000 debt over a degree that is pretty much useless. useless. Um, Again, except if you're coddling. in stamp- I, I blame parent coddling, coddling and yes. that phone. But that I'm also going to blame phone in their hands. But I'm going to blame academia too, and I'll, and I'll get I'll, I'll make a point why I'm saying academia because I think ever since the federal government started backing loans a hundred percent, the schools started just basically accepting accepting anything and anything and, and, and teaching anything <laughs> and anything just to get enrollment. One point eight trillion dollars. And so when when your loan is 100% backed by the federal government and you're going to get a loan no matter what, you sign on the dotted line and you're going to get money, what's to stop academic, what's to stop universities from hijacking the, the tuition costs? Well, it's going to get paid yeah, anyway. Of course. They already have. Well, of course they have. <laughs> How much is Harvard worth? Like, like I forget. No, 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 billions. I stopped, oh, I you mean a year oh. annual tuition? No, they're, they're overall tuition. net worth and the amount of assets they ago. have. I'll look it up. It's like in the billions. I forget but, how many billions. But it but was. Harvard's always had that. So I, I'm not. I'm, I'm talking about like Cal State schools. I'm talking about UC schools that weren't as expensive. Yeah. Cal State 15 used to be like twelve hundred bucks for now up to twelve units or something like that. Well, I think I did UCLA fifteen hundred a year. It was fifteen hundred a year. You know what it is now? Like thirty five thousand or something. I know it's crazy. Is it? I know my nie- my wow. niece came out oh, in ridiculous. in semi debt from that, and you know probably parents paying way too much for that. I don't know. You know, I still I still have to say that I have very close examples, very close family members and examples of the video games, the excessive video games, and schools are not promoting that. I know for a fact they are not sitting there saying, now go home and be sure to play Fortnite over and over and over again. And of it will increase not. your... Of course I mean, not. You know, I'm talking about college schools not preparing the, the vast majority of, of students um, in the f- in, in, in ever changing fields like the technology boom, the rapid change of we don't even know when my son graduates high school. I don't think that his job exists now Maybe, well, right. because it's changing so much, especially jobs where you're going to have so you a don't pretty think profitable. We are so we're not we're basically no we're not, not catching up. Okay, well maybe in that sense maybe and it depends on the school districts though. Like I'm know, talking about college right now. Like, uh, well, well, but how do you get to college? You get to college from being in a good school district, right? Well, or, I, I mean, no, I think there's lots of kids who get into college for a lot of. Re- I mean, I mean you. Just based on your credentials, I'll tell hopefully. You, I'll tell you, you what's going to happen. You better have to have a C or better. I'll tell you what's going to happen when your kids are ready to go to universities or colleges. What's going to happen is Am- the likes of Amazons, Googles, Facebooks. They're going to have their own universities. They're going to have their own tech kind of vocational schools where mm-hmm. you're going to go in. They're going to teach you in two years and you're ready mm-hmm. to go. I have engineer friends Maybe with masters. Maybe that would be a bad thing. So it's, oh, it's, a, not it's, it's not a, a bad thing. thing. It's but, a it's gonna, but a lot of colleges are going to go out of business, and I think I already see um, enrollment have dropped in yeah. colleges, a lot of colleges. Well, that's because they're too expensive. Well, not only <laughs> there's that. A lot, there's a lot of that going on, But too. also, if you're not offering the type of programs that are going to ensure my success in the right. economy that we're in, then I, parents it's, don't want their kids I've going to I've been hearing this for years. That this is like people coming out of college and going, oh, they promised me a college. I came out with this degree and they promised me a... There's no... Colleges aren't in the business of promising 
a job that you can have. That's the job of a vocational school. A vocational right. school, if you're going for a split, yeah, mm-hmm. specific right. trade, they even send you to kind of like a work, I mean, not the same thing as unemployment, but, you know, the EDD places where you go in right. and you have a specific, you know. Um, Craft you learn, basically. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but universities, come on, that's the whole idea. The more tickets you have, the more opportunities you have. So if you're going to get your bachelor's here and maybe you're going to, you know, get a, a, a double a major or, you know, the more tickets you have, the more opportunity. And they're not going to say, okay, you're guaranteed you're going to get a teaching job tomorrow, for example. I'm just right. using teaching. Well, maybe that job isn't going to exist because we are low enrollment everywhere. People aren't having enough kids. There's a um, lot Pasadena's of... Pasadena's closing three schools. Pasadena just closed. That's yes. where I, that, I that's know. my district. They're closing three yeah. schools. Thank God it's not mine. But next year, we're looking at teachers now having yeah. way more students in the classroom. Again, in you know, a different they, school. They've moved in, the kids in, over in, to a different the, school. Yeah, in the feeder schools. Yeah. Glendale, same thing. Yeah, Glendale's trying to hold on. 24 less kids. That exactly. Yeah. And 300, actually, it's 301. It's gone up to 301. Yeah. And we have people in La Canada trying to steal our kids. Oh, because, that, that sagebrush you know, is going. I, I, yeah. I'm so tired of this. And by the way, there's... You know, but, it, but it's not just um, kids so are not happy. I, I think to... they're also going to private schools. I think I see this kind of exodus out. I know personally a few friends of mine who, from my own school, took their kids out and went to private school. I, you know what? There's a combination of things going on. Yeah. Look at my mom's community up in the hills. That's part of Glendale Unified School District. What? They're 87 year olds living in their houses and they can't afford to sell them or go anywhere else. Again, longevity is an issue. Again comes up as a positive both a positive Mm -hmm. and a negative because young families aren't going to be able to move into those areas if they still have an elderly community well Well, we we, we have arnold joining us hey guys thank you all right (laughs) let me let me me. (laughs) possibly my ex-student possibly possibly i'll check the yearbook (laughs) tonight but here here's one thing i I want to go over with you guys Um, doing real estate in in the glendale burbank areas Mm -hmm. what what a lot of things are happening is um the school districts in the Los Angeles area aren't as good as the school districts oh, no. in Glendale. No, USD, no. Yeah, no, no, they, they're not. They're not. A lot of people prefer to go to the Pasadena uh, School District, the La Cañada School District, the Glendale Unified School District, the Burbank Unified School District. Well, no one wants to go to Pasadena, but that's another issue. Yeah, yes and no. You have, you have a Thank lot you. of... It, there's a lot of disparity in Pasadena. I think oh, there's yeah. a lot of really good private schools, really expensive. Like, yeah. I mean, you're next to... Um, uh, you know, to JPL is up that way, and yeah. then you've got really good school. I mean, if you're if you're wealthy and you live in Pasadena, you've got you, options. you've got options. Well, in order to live in pa- well certain parts of Pasadena, you got to be wealthy. Certain but that parts, being said, absolutely. when I sell a lot of properties to people moving out of the Glendale area, especially Armenians, uh, I have a move into the Sunlands, the Sun Valleys. The, lo- the, 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 the Tahangas, huh? Northridge, Granada Hills. You the know, the biker they- community. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> you know, you've this- got Dadig living on the corner, going, eh, yeah. hello, and then vroom, vroom, <laughs> hey, grandma. <laughs> so this is what happens. Well, his uh, grandma's getting some action. <laughs> so this is what happens. Uh, the kids live there. And then they find a family or friend or somebody that lives in Glendale, Burbank, right. wherever that it is, and then here, they come right? to school here. So yeah. what happened uh, about four years ago is we were we, every every quarter we get stats as far as the schools and the demographics and all that. They were saying that in LA the the kids in the schools have decreased, and the kids in the schools in Glendale and Burbank have increased. increased yeah. Well, n- we just no actually they've decreased because there's 300 less kids in 
in the Glendale Fire School District. And that, uh, that I think that, that comes out two times 9,200, like 1.3 million. Well, the way they calculate that is based on population as well. So, so the LA Unified has seen tremendous decrease in their mm-hmm. enrollment. Like, I think it used to be eight or 9,000, and I think it's been 34,000 recently. And since uh, the last seven to eight years, 100,000 kids have left. Okay. And, and that accounts even for immigration. Like, like people have come in, like their immigrants have come in, and they've, they've come in and enrolled into the school system. But even with accounting even for that, for new enrollees. It's still decreased. It's yeah. still decreased. Wow. And I think that, that the real reason is because I think a lot of people are ha- unhappy with the schools and the education the system. The wise have to go I back and start Are they teaching. happier going to, uh, you know, a school, a homogeneous school that, you know, does is less divert? Like, what would be the reason why they're unhappy and now they want to jump into a school that's, A, very expensive? I'm just, you know, throwing well, they're out, not like, all going private, to private. You know, they're not all going private to private. Private is very expensive. Let's, it is, a, let's it is expensive. But, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying they're all going to, like, Armenian private schools. That's pretty homogeneous, right? But there are private schools that have a, diversity well, reli- of kids. religious schools are also homogeneous as far as like the religion goes for example yeah Maybe but, but, not but the you can have you know you can have vietnamese kids like for example the adventist medical adventist school and private school in glendale yeah, has yeah, yeah. a variety of, of backgrounds Absolutely. so it's not i mean yes they have a commonality as far as their beliefs and their religion mm-hmm. but a, vari- a diverse group of kids go there there are just some are armenian some are vietnamese and some are asian but they're leaving i think because they might disagree with some of kind of the direction in which the schools are going. So where do as they far think as the education? Where, where is the what's the direction that they're not happy with? What I've think? heard they're, and what I've been they're, they're not they're not teaching the parents to stay home with their kids. I'm just I'm just being facetious, but I really just want to know like what is it? There's no home economics. What is it that I th- they're unhappy I with? I think well, one is when we're looking at the stats of like how kids are doing in school and you know kind of they're not doing as great as they should be doing and the the, the, the graduation levels and the dropping out and the scores that and and the other thing with the some of the um, forums that I belong to or online that I've and then the parents and the concerns I've heard is um, a lot to do with kind of parental rights mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that they're being stripped away in certain areas such mm-hmm. as when you were referring to the sex education. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that that has shifted a lot lately, Knight. And we have a lot of questions about that, by the way. they A lot of our listeners want to hear your opinions about this whole, uh, you know, there's... The, le- the left there's wants to hear well, and the right well, wants to hear. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you there's... Know, first or, of all, about let's... The hundred, hundred, let's sorry, let's about the uh, 100 genders and, uh, you know, when you even sign up for Facebook, it has 77 options, I think, and... Um, well, I These English that, scientists were trying Facebook to. I've been for too long to yeah. know what the gender. That <laughs> that has scared yeah. off a lot of parents. It has. That was signed in 2015, the Comprehensive Sex Education, the, the kind of like the last thing that Obama helped out with before he left in 16. Yeah, but you can sign off. Oh you, no, you um, uh, the health oh, part. Yes, yes, you can, but not the gender identity and the orientation. No, that's not true. Yes, you it is true. Sign you cannot okay, step out I'm, of the gender. I'm ide- in the schools out. for 20 years, so you can sign I, off. I read you the do not code. have. Okay, you're. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can. Okay, sign. here's what they you're, have. They then have you're it for misinforming kinder. our, our no, public not. right now. Absolutely, but if you don't want your child to be taught any one thing. If you want your kid to be taken out of ESL because you think that he speaks English fine even though he's got an accent 6,000 ways left and right, you can sign him 
out. Or okay. her. So, and you do not have to be subject to any of the ed code as a parent. The opt-out is for 7th through 12th grade. The opt-out is out of well, HIV. What's happening, what's happening well, there's in K through 5? Gender that identity is and gender orientation. What, is what's being taught K through 5? Because they can, that's they can be, be children can be, so in, be. in the classrooms, teachers uh, are allowed or, or are encouraged to talk about, um, you know, gender identity if it comes up in the classroom that even from K to 12 well, like it if it comes up in the classroom or, or encouraged to also read common, or encouraged to also read books that also discuss because you know in kinder and first grade you do talk about families you talk about well this is what I'm saying is yeah. is, is this is I, a big concern like, what, what's, this what's is your concern. experience with that how are they being encouraged to talk about gender identity because being Some on the school districts end, believe will. me, no teacher is looking for an opportunity. Ooh, I can't wait to talk about. Oh, uh, I agree with Caitlin you. Jenner I today. Think, well, <laughs> I agree not. with you. I think there's a lot of teachers who don't want to do this, but a lot uh, of teachers um, are being trained in a lot of this stuff to talk about. And there are recommendations in the framework about books and resources to well, use when you are in the classroom, second, third, or fourth grade to discuss gender yeah, identity. Not to, you're, Where you're are you getting your sources from, Okay, one second. One second, guys. One second, guys. There shouldn't be any sex ed in third and fourth grade. No, no, no. Okay, guys. One second. I mean, ladies. One second. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You were saying basically that you can opt out after seventh, from seventh to twelfth, correct? But from K for comprehend for HIV prevention and for because that's when it's taught. That's when it's taught on that level. Yes. Okay. So from K to six, if basically K through twelve gender identity, for example. That is outside of the comprehensive sex education curriculum, the gender identity. That is like discussing yeah, I'm, I'm not, different. I'm not following because my, yeah, like I said, okay, I, but wait I've one got second. a lot of experience in this. So uh, what, what grades do you teach? What grades have I taught? I've yeah. taught all grades. Okay, now currently what grade are you teaching? A K through 8 school. K through 8 I, school. Yeah, but all okay. grades. It, it, may, I, I, it may differ because I know, of the I know, district. I know, I know, I know. No, and, right. and I've been to, district to district. And I've been to five districts already, Burbank, Unified. But this is new. They're not... This is not I, from I'm not old. <laughs> I'm no, not, not old. I'm talking about my recent experience right. in these school districts. Uh, some of these so haven't even rolled out. Some are, areas it's rolled out. Yeah, some but areas you know hasn't. what? It's, it's interesting because you're talking about gender identity being encouraged, and I still don't have an example. Like, what are you worried about with gender well, for identity? Example, First of all, I'll give you an would example. They, yeah, they yeah, would use. Would they, the, so there's uh, several books that they would open up and say, "Okay, well, I'm not a boy or a girl or neither. Which are you?" And the the kids talk about what they feel like, and and a lot of parents are concerned that that's sending the wrong message. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think happening. there. There's well, that's if not there's happening. There's a book yet. on the shelf. Well, it's not going to happen because a, we already have gender uh, non-specific bathrooms that are just open to everyone, kind of like your bathroom at your home, right? Your bathroom at mm -hmm. your home. You've got your you know family. Everybody's using the bathroom, whether they're boys or girls. That's already open up. If you're talking about that no, encouraging I'm not. No, that those gender are, there's one that's if like one toilet seat. That's been about for uh, that's But in public schools where you years, have I mean. ten or twelve toilet seats, that's not I mean it's yeah. boys boys' bathroom and girls' bathroom. At least in my kids' school there's no, separate not it not it not not So no. so you have a boys' bathroom with gender like twelve. We, we have stalls? a gender non specific there are both. We have a gender non specific bathroom. We have it for adults. We have it for um, uh, you have it for the yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. And that's so boys and girls go to the same bathroom. Is, is what it you're one saying? One person at a time. Each 
bathroom is one door or it's a community bathroom? The gender, spe the gender non-specific ones are just any, you go in and it's just you and the bathroom, mm -hmm. basically. But they still have the... the door behind. Well, of course. So it's an you individual. Know. So it's one bathroom. stall. It's an in, it's not one stall though. There's okay. also you know there's a urinal and there's a, a regular toilet, toilet seat. But right. it's so only it's one, one stall. One person can go in. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Right. If you're saying like that, but they, uh, there's also a door by the way because they are kids and you know if they get confused, there's still a I'm, door right. on the stall and then you know you still have basically it's like your house. Yeah, it's yeah like no, your so house it's one person at a time. Yeah. I agree with you. No, I mean we have it at Verdugo. We do. That's we do have it at our schools for adults as well. I. I, you know, I, I understand that. Benefit. That's not what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, even with but the students. But if you're saying that that's what's encouraging no, no. them, what no, no. is encouraging What I'm well, saying well, is. First of all, let's, let's just take a step back. Where, where do you get your sources you from? That? What did you read to have get this information yeah. from? Okay, that's so, like saying so did you read the California like Code? Yes, in the California Educational Code, there is a, a very specific line that says that gender identity and gender orientation will be taught from K through 12 age appropriately. Okay. So what okay, you do so at that age? So for example, you can say a blue crayon can feel like a red crayon. Mm -hmm. You're not, you know, it yeah, depends. I don't know if it's that. So, yeah, right. I'm not but sure it's about in that. There, the language have, is there. I would have to study that yeah. more. I, but again, I encourage you. you can opt out. I that you, know you can I don't, opt I don't out. need. Yeah, I do know that you can. You can That's absolutely not opt out. I'm not talking and about sex ed. And if more parents, it's not set. It's not just sex ed. There's also, you know, even if you come into the school, for example, if you come into the school and you tell them that you practice learning purple language at home. And the school says, well, at our school, we teach you to learn purple language and we also teach you to learn blue language, okay? And the parent can come in and say, specifically say, I don't want my child to be taught X, Y, and Z, either purple or blue or whatever, I would like him to be taught red. You can do that as a parent, they're not going to say, oh, by the way, no, you got to go away. Especially the public schools now that are dealing with low enrollment, they're not going to be turning you away. I know. Well, here's the thing. That's very specific of the things that you can opt out of. For example, whether it's if you want to take your kid out of ESL because you think your kid speaks English, those are very specific things. What I'm talking about is that, that aside from sex, sex ed, ed as well right you can gender, you can opt out it's opt gender out. ed as I, it's well very clear people, no, well not, not no it's not made very identity. clear actually 7 through 12 it says but within the code it's very clear I know, that you can you opt out you read the code not everybody does I'm saying a lot of people don't know the code and, and this then, is you know why I mean? a lot of people also don't know about the gender identity and gender orientation Astor, do you order. know what it's exactly called so I could look it up if you go to the California Education Code I think it's chapter 5 article 2 um, I brought you. We have uh, <laughs> Dr. Hachverdian here with us this so evening. So, what is it? Yeah. So, what is it about? So, like, I let's sat say down. It's like, book, <laughs> let's say there's a book out there that there's a book that's sitting in the library. I would is love that to share it all are you with you. I would, because are I, you, I've been researching it a lot lately because of, um, we've been, uh, a lot of the, the, the the parents groups that I'm involved in that I participate in, so, they've been sharing the code. what is it that you're fearing? I guess what I'm saying is, are you fearing that well, there's going to be a book that your daughter or your son picks up well, and says, oh my God, you mean there's other genders no, in the no, world? No, no. Like, what is it no. that you're worried about? It, well, here's what I'm worried about. And it's not just fear, what I'm worried about, it's what's, what's already happened in some schools across the U.S. What's some kids have come home and, and they've been confused because they've been 
and apparently the teacher's been discussing that a boy can be a girl and a girl can be a boy. Mm-hmm. And okay. so some kids have come home crying, going, Mommy, like a girl, is that, I, can, I, I don't understand. How can I be a boy? I want to stay a girl. I don't want to change to be a but you, the, why what, are what but is, these situations so what are does the happening? Do? do they just go, oh my god? Actually, well, that's the, the an parent has sued the school. To, well, that's you what they've what? done. Well, you know what? They're suing their own tax dollars, and so be it. That's what they do. Schools right. deal with these things, but they also mm-hmm. should be advertising exactly what I'm saying right now. And you can opt out of anything that you feel is co- going to coerce your you know child. And what they do is they pull you out. Just to, right. you know, I really yeah. need to finish this because I noticed that. You, you keep interrupting here, and this is where it probably was getting heated and where the verses comes in. But I'll tell you what, it really is part of our ed code for parents to be able to opt out mm-hmm. of certain things. So what happens is you go and you tell the teacher, I am not going to participate in this particular gender identity lesson. So what happens, to, what happens to the yeah, student? Oh, nothing. They don't they get, just, like, sent to jail. No, they no, go no. In, I understand. They, but for that they, hour, are they The school is required. No, 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 no. They're on school campus, mm-hmm. and they're required. The teacher is required to have... Basically, it's a bag of, you know, a, a bag of tricks for this particular thing. It's called diversity. Gender neutral tricks? or <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So she pulls out. Okay, wait. So you're going to get this Oh, my one, God. What is this? Okay, wait. Let me ask no, Jacqueline. Let me, I'm, this is what I'm curious about, simple. Jacqueline. Okay, let's say, for example, okay, you're, you're teaching a class right it's, now, and a student raises his hand and says, uh, I don't know whether I'm a boy or I'm a girl. I mean, how does, how does that conversation start? With with the student, yeah, that sounds like an odd question for uh, um, uh, an elementary school student. First of all, but to start, been, but it's and happening. if it does, and I really yeah. would like to finish, it's kind of funny. If it is happening, I don't hear. You know what I hear happening in the news right now? Demi Moore and Ashton, uh, you know, Kutcher. Yeah, I hear <laughs> that every day, and I hear about Trump being impeached. I don't hear about people worrying about gender right. identity. Honestly. It's not a worry, okay, and it's so not a concern. But if you make it like that, right. if you if you if, if you're just taking one or two examples no. of people, so forget home, about the worry. Then Let's why say we're are, not why worried. Why are your kids in public school then? So, if let, they're going to start this, what are you my, worried about? My what? kids have been in public school for years. And you should this sign is not up. An issue. You no, this is a out. new. This is 2015. But you have kids that are still young, right? Okay, this is 2015, I mean, and it, in some districts, it doesn't even go into effect until 2020 or 2019. Okay, well, yeah. by then, so that's your why. Kid, <laughs> well, no, no, you can't look at it that way. Well, I'll tell you why. I'm because joking, these are the I'm confused joking, kids no, that are going to no. become our politicians. No, they're not going to be confused. No, no, you're, you're making it sound like that. And it's really sad to see that we're judging uh, uh, kids, like, all of a sudden saying, okay, a kid can't make, make up their own you mind. You don't think they're impressionable? When you were, born, when you were growing up, mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we were impressionable even back in the 60s of when everybody course. was... That doesn't mean that everybody turned out to be a jerk. <laughs> I mean, right. there are always going to be pop culture things that come up that people get really scared of, mm-hmm. like rock and roll. Like, you know, I remember growing up and all of a sudden Ozzy Osbourne was going to kill everybody. He was going to, you know, he was telling everybody to kill themselves. Yeah, this is just this is just fear-mongering, you know what I mean? So, and again... If you were teaching, yeah. if you were going to teach that in the public schools, you still have ed codes saying you can opt out. So let me you ask you this question. absolutely opt out. Forget about the teaching. Do you think it's the parent's responsibility to teach a child about sex ed or a teacher's responsibility? I think it's both. I think it's both. You need to have, I mean, both. 
Look, your your teachers are your second, your your kids' second parents a lot of times, whether they're parents. in private school or public school, mm -hmm. and they need to be teaching it in private school too yeah, because we are not too. in the business, I don't think, in our culture, we're not in the business of, you know, misinformation. Mm -hmm. We can't yeah. be because if we're misinforming our, our students, they've got that cell phone in their hand and they are going to be informed. But so better yet for them to be mm -hmm. informed, uh, you know, right. professionally right. and educate, and not not just professionally, but by parents yeah. too. It's an open conversation. I've talked to my uh, son about mm -hmm. sex and my uh, my niece, mm -hmm. my thirty-year-old niece. Look, sex is different. No, but that's, gender that's is different. That's not different. How, it's not different. When you were going to school, when that's I was going different. to school, did your parents ever discuss with you that you could be a boy? Okay, my parents didn't. We're talking about apples and. Why? Oranges. What's changed? What's I don't changed? know. My parent, my my parents were old world Armenian parents. They didn't even okay. discuss sex. I don't think that was proper. That wasn't. No, good. no, no. They I'm let, talking about gender. It, Forget about sex. Okay, you're, but gender is sex. I'm a boy. You're a girl. That's our no, sex. No, no. I'm talking about sex. I'm talking about male, female. You know. Did I just say yeah. I'm a boy? You're a girl. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know. <laughs> I'm a girl, you're a boy. Thank you for no correcting pun that. Thank you. Armand, no pun intended. <laughs> but no, in, in all seriousness, what's changed over the last five years that now all of a sudden, well, what am I a boy changed? or a girl? What's happening? Like, are you, what's happening? Like, did, did you see the studies they're trying to do with penguins to raise them as gender neutral penguins? Okay, I don't know. No, I, I well, don't know. I, I, is this that was fake on news? the BBC. No, is it was on the BBC where know. scientists in England are trying know. to raise penguins as gender neutral penguins. Okay, what would be the reasons for that? What because, would be the reason? Because, again, to me, it's a leftist mentality. Why would you, you know, Seriously? mess with animals? Yes. You know what? I'm on the left, and I, I, a, I haven't, first of all, I haven't heard about that. I'll send you the that. article. You don't need to send it to me Google because it. I'm not, I'm not going to be scared of that. But you're, <laughs> it's listen, not that I'm scared of it. What's the point of it's it, though? It's fear-mongering of everybody to call things left and call okay, things right, Okay, why do we way, need to you know? have 100 genders? We don't need to have 100 genders. Well, we, we do, already though. But we already have. They're out there. Guess what? Caitlyn Jenner's there. Hello, people. He did it. Caitlyn she is. She did it. One. She went. <laughs> he went from one gender to the other. Yeah. Right. There's and only two. But okay. now to say that to you other. can be. All right. So now you're talking about fear. Again, we're, we're going into fear mongering. I'm not, not concerned all. about because my own. Because the hundred genders is something uh -huh. that you just said. That's not something that the schools are teaching. And Ed Code isn't going to support The BBC that has, has a new video out that teaches children about 103 genders. Okay. That's the, the BBC. In the UK, Maybe you need to be the UK. attacking the BBC. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is this you know, isn't not just happening. Ed, because I'm here to you know support public education. Because what's happening now? People are, people are taking their students out, their kid, the kids out by the droves, and what's ending up happening is we end up having a more uh, homogeneous, sadly, society of you know low economics versus you know high. I'm sorry, you know, rich versus poor, basically, mm -hmm. and that's not a good thing. And we're not teaching. It's not like you're going to school. Don't tell me your right. your kids come home and say, "No, Mom, no, I'm confused." You know why? Because they're because not no, not at all. Because I don't think it's really been implemented in the school district right now. And if it was, not and if yet. that happened, the parents would be so well, outraged well, my, that they would my, never my do that. My son has a trans. They have a transgender uh, club. They already have a transgender club, and it's actually information only. They're not like it's not. A, they're not sitting there promoting it. How old but is your son? He's uh, he. This was last year in fifth grade that they introduced it, and they said mm -hmm. there's there's this club out there. There's a lot of mm -hmm. clubs out there, but this is one of them that you could join if you want, and you don't have to stay if you don't want. 
He said he went a couple days and he said, you know what? I learned a little bit about transgender. I said, oh, what did you learn? And then, you know, he told me and, uh, you know, and I said, yeah, if you have any other questions, we discussed it, you know, if you have any other questions, let me know. And I said, are you going to that anymore? Are you doing this? He says, no, mostly because, you know, my friend da-da-da isn't going. Look, they follow their friends, too, mm -hmm. that are going to these things or not. And they were there for a few minutes. They decided it wasn't for them. This they is el on. elementary. They had a transgender club at an. Is that what you're saying? Elementary school. Well, no. This is, is just it? a my school. I'm not. I'm not talking about all schools. This is just right. a my school where they opened it up. And maybe there was a concern. Maybe there was one parent that was concerned that they weren't getting that equity. And that's a that that's a possibility too. By the way, as a parent, you could say the same thing. You could say, I don't feel like um, uh, heterosexual behavior or gender. Uh, non so hundred genders <laughs> is working for my you know when my, when my child, son goes well, to school well can you have a club well, can you have a club that is specific gender specific when my you son goes to school can I go to I school and ask uh, <laughs> how come you guys don't teach him toxic masculinity for example I don't even know what that is. <laughs> How do you not know these things? What is things? toxic masculinity? What? <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> about? Toxic and feminine. Oh, uh, what the hell oh, are you wow, talking you about? Are you talking about mm -hmm. my ex? <laughs> no, I've never oh met your ex. I have no idea because that <laughs> sounded, no, no, that's no, no. the only way I can, well, I'm like, what? Are we talking about men, somebody toxic? Men like me are considered toxic masculinity because we still have old beliefs that there's gender roles. You're and chauvinistic. I'm a male chauvinist. Are you talking about Donald Trump? Oh, it's not about Donald Trump. Yeah. It's about people like me, for yeah. example, that I still believe there's a difference between my wife and I. Of, she of breastfeeds. I, so. I cannot. I hope you think uh, that there's you know, a difference between you. Yes. Of course. She no. carries a baby for nine months, which she is Absolutely. carrying now as well. Okay. And I don't. I, I can never feel what she feels. But but that's, that's the thing. They're trying to kind of... feel something different. You I can feel, feel something different. Of course though. I do. Come on. But it's 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 too, it's it's like they're trying to kind of uh, correlate everything into this one. Well, we're all the same. We can all do the same thing. That's not true. That's not true. No, oh, I agree with you. I don't think you know, that men and women are I'm the surprised same. Yeah. 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 biologically at all. You, you're surprised that someone on the I, left would think that men. Uh, are different from women that's ridiculous I mean I don't stand in front of a toilet and pee on it the way you do or, well, and I do say pee on it and I'm not being <laughs> well, no actually pun intended there you guys need to clean up after something no, even for men <laughs> peeing sitting that's down pretty. is good for the prostate by the way that's what you know. someone yes. told me that's actually scientifically I've heard proven, that medically too. proven too so guys <laughs> pee sitting down there's <laughs> yeah. nothing wrong yeah if you pee sitting down it's good for your it's, prostate it's much better for you <laughs> healthier for your prostate that might actually be that's why women live longer because they pee sitting down here's the thing guys actually I don't sit down I squat especially in a public in a public restroom I never squatty sit on potty. that damn seat I, I squatty potty get it on squatty Amazon potty. do you guys have a stoop when you sit to friend number two you put your feet up on a seat yeah it's a sto squatty potty yeah oh that's by, what you're talking about by the way guys <laughs> this is potty talk I'm, I'm gonna is anybody saying anything about our potty talk oh my god I'm gonna compliment the both of you I'm gonna compliment the both of you yeah, this it's is, going crazy. This is going more crazy. comments than we've ever had. I can't even for, keep up oh with God, even liking the comments. Oh I can't yeah. even respond to. I mean, yeah, we I haven't even asked a single question. You know why? I can't it's keep two up. pretty women on your show. You They're are. dying. They're like, yes. oh my God, okay. these oh, are gorgeous women. <laughs> we can't keep our eyes off the program today. Here's the thing. The one I. Be, all right, so <laughs> here's the one question? thing that I want to... There's a ton of questions. We're not even, I don't even know if okay. we'll be able to read all of them. But here's the thing, the one thing that 
that I'm afraid of that's going to confuse a lot of kids now. Are you now. out of Facebook jail? <laughs> so I, hopefully we don't get banned for this, but uh, there was an article out maybe about two months ago where it said transgendered male gives birth to non-binary child. Yes. So basically... What's non-binary? No, I, I don't know what the hell that is, but technically the correct definition for that would say female gives birth to baby. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Okay, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I, I think I saw something come through my Facebook yeah. feed of a a man See, carrying a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, so. do you think he should be like you know biologically what? the father? I honestly don't think biologically we should be under the knife unless we absolutely oh. need to be. Mm-hmm. By the way, that's my first and foremost thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you need to like even get botulism in your face for whatever, I, I'm honestly not a proponent of that mm-hmm. at all. I don't think mm-hmm. that's a left or right issue. I just think well, un- actually, you know, on the left, a health it has issue. Bec- right, but it has become an issue of like hormone therapy. Uh, hormone replacement therapy lately, and, and I've been reading and seeing a lot of this. But where, hasn't that been around forever? Estrogen uh, and I'm talk- pills have been oh, around. Oh no, no, forever. I'm talking about for children um, about gender issues. Actually, what we're talking about gender Who's issues. Who's giving hormone um, replacement yes, pills a lot to of children? Parents who their children come home okay, and they well, say that they have identified. Are making that decision, and I don't think a doctor would support that. Just that they do. Crazy. I mean, it, it, I know it, is, it does sound crazy, and because so many people do know that that's change. crazy. You might think that you're this for example like you know i mean i remember going to college yes they they outgrow i remember i I remember in college i had like and and i'm very bad with this i'm i'm so not hollywood apparently i don't have a good uh gaydar my gaydar is really off (laughs) so so i had a room in college and like two of my roommates were gay and they said i hope you don't mind we're you know we're we're gay but we don't date each other and you know we're just this is our room you know would you like to bump in with it i'm like I don't care, you know. I mean, are you going to like steal my homework? Or you know, like, I don't. I was just concerned about school. See, this is the thing. If you're fearing something, if you're going to fear that it's going to, like, if you're going to catch it, I'm not, I'm not into that. Catch? Yeah, not, I don't think anyone's catching. catching. It's not no. a cold. It's not a no. flu. Okay, let me ask you guys this question, both of you. That's not the norm, by they the way. They both want to know. Everybody wants okay, to know guys. this one. How many genders? No, no, no. Do you guys we'll get to that. Everyone's we'll get to that. Hold on. That we'll get to that in a second. Let me ask you both. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before we get to that. Can we can we both we're, agree we're, that basically? <laughs> okay, let me ask you both a question. Uh, do you believe that basically being gay is just a sexual preference? Absolutely. Okay, what about Are you, you kidding? I think you're born into. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I want to get I mean? into. I don't want to get into the born yet. Okay. Do you believe that being gay is more of a sexual preference? You mean if it's a choice? Is it a sexual preference? Well, that's, that's it's my, a it's a, that, it's, a, it's a choice. A so if, if you're gay, if so you're a homosexual, the mm-hmm. word sexual yes. means that. Um, you are attracted to the, the same, same sex. So, so it is a sexual orientation. Okay. And uh, the, I don't think that they, everyone's discovered the gay gene, but I, I don't. I think the jury's still out yeah. on whether that... I'm not talking about genes. I'm not talking about genes. I'm basically saying, do you believe it's a sexual preference? Do you believe that it's a choice? Yes, it's. I mean, well, obviously, you're preferring the same sex. Okay. Now, do you do either one of you believe a lot of uh, Armenian clergy preferred the same sex year after year? A lot of clergy. Uh, Oshagan tried to blow this out of the water. Nobody. Well, that 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 escalated quickly. (laughs) That just ended everything. So, okay, now. There's a great book on the Vatican and homosexuality. I'm sure there's a fantastic book on. Now, do you guys think that being a homosexual is basically, I don't know, is it a genetic defect maybe? No, absolutely A defect? Not. Yeah. No, I, I, don't, I don't think it's a defect at all. I think, I think it's been around 
forever. Exactly. As Correct. long as we've God all made us all. We're all yes, God's yes, children. Forever. Exactly. Whether you like it or not, we're I mean, all Alexander God's children, the Great, including you know? Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Well, Caitlyn Jenner is a different well, story. Well, that was money. That was just a great scheme. He didn't cut his off. Exactly. If he was really serious about it, let him oh, cut him out, cut it off. No, no, he just has he the money. It away. Listen, Guys, we don't know that. <laughs> but okay, I just wanted to clarify that because here's the thing: a lot of people say that being gay is a gender is a, is a defect. It's not a defect. I personally no. think it's a it's a sexual preference. If you're gay, if you like the same sex, if you're you homosexual, you're homosexual. That's Absolutely. what you prefer. You I mean, there are people who Lupron, Lupron. I don't know. Is the you drug? Know. Yeah, I mean, this is interesting. Send you some stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. You know what? But don't. We're gonna you know send what? Her some you know what? Yeah. I don't want you to send that because that's not the norm. That is so not well, the norm. But I and think if we need to be notified. Are doing that, then we need. Let, that's why I said we need mm-hmm. parent education because to give a child to not let them have their own choice. Now wait a second. Now there mm-hmm. are. By the way, there are mutations, and uh, you know, children born with mutations that actually are things they're born with, and they don't identify with gender that's a whole you other mean thing intersex exactly you mean, right. intersex exactly and there's right. and there's a, a couple of really good books. And hermaphrodite. I think there, is, there, there even is a book called uh, intersex there actually is one particular book that i'm thinking of and come on you know what maybe as you're growing up you're thinking you know you're one or the other it exists but it's not the norm of that's course it's not the norm we don't want it to be exactly but, it is not again, the norm you're not, you're at gonna, all then you don't need to fear listen we're not i really i don't know why let me finish i don't know why the word why why we keep saying fear i don't think any one of us is fearing anything i think what we're doing is we're trying to understand what's happening well you're bringing what up examples of small I, things that it like one thing that has happened you, and it sounds like you, you wanted are to worried know that there's a ripple in the water you wanted to know why parents are some parents are concerned about I'm, and i'm giving you an example of what are some of the things that parents are concerned about there are millions of parents in california and there are organizations with tens of thousands of parents who are commenting about this Good. then they should get so, involved in the school system absolutely they, then are. they should go to their yes. board meetings if they're have worried you, about something they should have always you, go have to you their heard about the meetings. protests that have been happening in front of school boards about this particular i think curriculum? it's wonderful they should exercise their right to protest it I shouldn't agree. be just our meetings going on april 24th exercising their American rights everybody should everybody should be out there if you feel that strongly that somebody is trying to turn your uh, you know your manly boy and a girly girl into something else then you should uh, raise that flag if that's how you want to spend your time fine but I'm here representing the school I'm saying that that's not what we're that's not what we're out to do no. <laughs> there's no there's no teacher there's that's a lot say, of oh, things yeah, we're actually trying to get no, everybody to be like different no gender. there's a I lot mean, of things that public schools are busy do- trying to do educating yes. math and all the science exactly and this keeping is, up with technology yes. by the way and this is why I think a lot of parents are upset with like why are we bringing this to the schools why are we teaching any of this that's at all that's a small number of parents and if they're upset about it they should get offline and stop talking about it and chit chatting online and emailing each other back in the day it was emailing that's how we got teachers they all wanted to get teachers nobody wanted to come to the teacher first and share their concern and that's exactly what you can do Astor, let me ask meetings. you a question Hand it to uh, me do you think class, that right? basically parents continuously talking about it continuously posting things on social media continuously messaging each other continuously just kind of 
promoting, not even pro- accidentally promoting this, is causing more of a buzz and causing more of a stir Very with this. Question. Now, I think what they're doing is they're trying to, once parents do discover whether it's the education code or where, whether they're looking at the frameworks, once they have discovered what's in these suggested guidelines for how and what to teach their children when it comes to sex, as I think a lot of ch- uh, parents are uh, find it not age-appropriate. Okay. And they are raising the flag and they're telling other parents and I have seen several websites with videos of parents protesting in front of school boards not just well, even let's just talk about comprehensive sex ed the the content of both the variety of sexual kind of orientations or my kids uh, like anal and oral is yeah. now incorporated at 7th grade and should they not that know, let, me, let me ask you a question should they not know about that in your opinion at seventh grade, yeah. a twelve-year-old. Yeah, does my my child need to know that? No, no, no. 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 I didn't ask if he needs to know. I'm curious. Well, why? Do you want you know? If you and at the school, no. I think I should want, do that. Then great. Then that's yeah. why you sign that paper and opt out. But be sure to have the conversation. But that it's you an either or. Have. So and if, if you you're going to tell that, and if you're going to tell your your child that in that uh, sexual discussion, that sexual orientation discussion, that it's bad or that they've sinned if they engage in any other kind of sex, then that's where I draw the line. Because then you're starting to well, uh, get, you know... I, uh, I, uh, I uh, personally, as a, as a parent, don't, don't think that you should say that homosexuality is a sin, if that's what you're referring to. That well, if yeah, you did something like that. I don't think that it's a sin. I wouldn't say that to my child at all. But I understand and respect parents who have religious beliefs who might say that to their kids. Now, I don't agree with that, but I still respect their right for it. Uh, okay. And, yeah, and this is where my concern right comes. Everybody to talk to their own kids. And this is where my everybody concern comes in from right. the state or any type of government intervention. There's a fine line for parental rights. Now, I, as a parent, may not agree with what you're teaching your child about sexual orientations. I think the, the, the more informed they are, the better. Um, and I also Absolutely. think it's... Absolutely. More and information. Knowledge think, is power. I understand. Exactly. And I also think that you will decide for your child when that time is kind of right. You know your kid better Probably. than anybody else. That's why the opt-out is right. there. But you're also opting out of important information. Not like necessarily. Well, let me finish. But you're also opting your child out. When you opt out, you're opting out the entire thing, which means your child is also not getting the, the STD prevention and the HIV prevention. Not necessarily, no. And you need to be involved with that. Go to the school. Go, talk to them. Talk to the school district. Talk to the board members. See what's going to happen. Talk to the teachers. I the agree. Teachers we should let you know. definitely get involved into our yeah, district. Yeah, you know, I mean, I remember when my cousin, so my cousin um, happens to be a son. I remember when this came up, it was was probably that year that his daughter, um, my uh, my second cousin, went to uh, sev- seventh grade, and she came back, and she said that they were starting sex ed in the following weeks. So mm-hmm. he was involved, and he went to the schools, and he was ready to rate. You know, he was like, "Oh, I can't believe this," and you know, he's the conservative side of, side of our family. And we just like turned to him. My brother, and we're like, "Okay, did you tell the teacher that you don't want her to have that?" 
oh, I didn't know I could do that. Well, why are they teaching everyone else that it's okay to be a sex? They're not, that, that's not what sex education was there to Can be. I, let me ask and you this. Do you think, you think it's better to be, have an opt-in versus an opt-out when it comes to that? Much well, better for, idea. For me, yeah, for me, because that's what my, look, I've already started talking to my son about, like I said, mm -hmm. I let my niece talk to him about sex because mm -hmm. he doesn't want to hear certain things from me. Yeah, He's of like, course. I'll I, let my, and my niece is 31, so I'll let, I'll, I'll trust her. But, you know, we have the, I always ask him, I say, you ask me first. You don't ask your friends, you ask me first. I agree, He's parental already, rights. By the way, all the yeah, way. yeah. They, they, but so we also have, I, I've established since day one, and I'm sure you have as a good parent since day one, he comes to me and he tells me everything, mm -hmm. every single thing. So believe me, if a teacher was forcing him to do something, <laughs> he would be the first one to say, I felt forced. I didn't like this discussion. I felt like this, is, and he does. And by the way, I get a lot of stuff. Uh, I hear an earful from the things that the noon aides, I'm sorry, very stereotypically say to boys and girls, you know, the Armenian noon aides out there, oh my God, like talk about like, Con, not just conservative, but like old what are the world new stuff. I'm sorry. What do you mean by new Oh nudes? my God! They they like typical things they say to a boy and a girl. Like so, the girls get the amot thing, amote. I'm like, what the hell is this? We're not gonna, we're not doing that. We're not doing that stuff. It's not a shame. And then the boys get the, uh, you know, uh, the the boot, so to speak, the yelling, the very you know aggressive, aggressive. kind of yeah yeah. You know what I'm talking. And so, but what, I'm not trying to change subject. I'm just trying to give you an example of how I'm certainly not going to let that happen. If he comes over, if he comes right. home, and he has, he's come home and he's said certain things, I talk to the teacher about it and I say, look, did this happen? Is this happening? Right. How so can I exactly help? Exactly what you're saying is that kids did go home and they did talk about what was being taught in the, in the classroom that made them very uncomfortable. And that they is should. why the parents are now now looking to see well wait a minute what is being taught and and then they didn't realize that they have well, access to the information all parents and i want to let everybody know if you don't know when it comes to sex ed you have the right to go to the district and ask to see all the curriculum for the sex education program you can look at all the curriculum that is absolutely. in the code you can see it and and you again can do if that you, with any curriculum by the way right okay Not just but sex since we're ed. You right. could do that with Common Core Math that a lot of people complain about, too. Yes. Constant I complain about that all the time. I, I, I'm of agreeing course, with and that. that's fine. It's hard you for me to help my kids. I had, I, I, I always felt like my worry, math is a little stronger, right? Don't worry. And that's another reason why... I would love to see it out. And that's Com another reason why parents Common are upset. Core. It's another reason why, again, I mean, we're talking about what is happening, 12. why they're coming, why they're not unhappy. You know what? It tells me that tells me that parents are awake. It doesn't tell me that they're bad or good. Our generation is a lot of... Oh, very awake. But here's the thing. When I'm talking to a parent that's fearful of this kind of education, I'm fearful of them and the way they talk to their... That's why I mentioned the example I gave you, which, by the way, there are religions, a lot of religions out there that teach that, you know, so-and-so um, uh, sinned, and that's why they have a, a, a handlet that looks like that, or, you know, if you do that, you're going to, you know... Basically, if you drink coffee, it's going to turn you black, that kind of thing. There's, well, yeah. that, that's just, you know, old wives' but, tales. But you know what? But people do that. that. They, they oh. do that to the school district, and they uh, assume that we're, like, sitting there, sitting their kid down with a dunce hat on their head. You need to learn how to have anal sex. No, this isn't what's happening. <laughs> Bubba, they barely want to do it. By the right. way, teachers, like... You know, they're very specifically trained in this. They choose, they usually choose the teacher that has the most sensitive 
ear and you know kindest <laughs> disposition well, they probably have for this. specific uh, sex ed specialists that yeah. probably will come in. I don't think that a history teacher wants to do that. No, it's or, the science you know, teacher, right? Or sometimes it's the, the science PE teacher. teacher has to get certified. Oh in, God, in this PE teachers! When I, when I was growing up, it was the PE teacher. Yeah, they were right? the creepiest ones, weren't he they? Used, yeah, yeah. He used to tell one. us, "Oh my God, he was this really big." A huge muscular black guy that would say, "Women's, you need to stop wearing those tight jeans, and man's, you too, you got to stop." And I was like, "Oh my god, this that's is true. Why are, why are we men wearing, wearing tight jeans? That nowadays. was in the eighties. Everybody's wearing tight. Aren't they yeah. wearing them now? And yeah, well, you see some guys. Yeah, like, they're in like leggings. Hey, hey, the only hey, part hey, that's hey. loose is the ass part. I don't get leggings. those pants. What's going on with the leggings okay. of men? <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, the one thing I wanted I wanted to ask uh, basically both of you guys. Menings. Um, Menings. When we were right. here's the thing. When we were in uh, middle school and there was a sex education course and that came with a science class and I believe it was in seventh grade. It was when you had to bring that teddy bear or a doll or something to school and carry it around yeah, with you. you. Yeah, so you don't impregnate anybody. Uh, this was something that was you can opt out of. Basically, the, the, the form came to your parents. Your parents would look at it, and, they would, and it, it said that there will be a video of a birth. Basically, you're gonna be, your child will be seeing a child okay. being yeah. born. Yeah, again. Oh, you remember opt. that. Yeah, of course. I, I think I've blocked I'm, the whole thing I, out. I, I was traumatized. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what a but, sissy. Uh, but I know, man. Beautiful. Oh, when you were born, your mom was there. Exactly. Oh, it was beautiful. <laughs> I mean, here's, I guess I, <laughs> I guess it is beautiful, but I was, I, as a seventh grader, I was traumatized. I mean, really? I look, yeah, I, bro. I, mean, I, I wanted my dad, I wanted my to son's dad great. to like watch when they were cutting. You know, I had a C section. I'm like, didn't you watch? He's like, are you kidding? I wasn't going to like look at that. I don't want to faint. <laughs> Did you? Oh man, I needed you in the room. See, that's what. See, hold is. on. <laughs> I was in the room when my wife was giving birth, but I wasn't. I'm not there like like some of these movies where the video cameras there and the dad Wait, zooming you're in. Dad, you're still so young. I know, I know. <laughs> I have I, my daughter's turning two in about two weeks. Oh, she's a beautiful. I know, I know. a big party. But I mean, here's the thing: you can <laughs> opt out of that. Basically, your parents would read the. My my parents looked at it. They said, "What is this?" And I said. Video video, they're going to show us a video. They're like, what is the video? I'm like, this is what it is. And, and like, it was, I mean, they just basically said, okay, just don't talk to us about it. That's what it was. It was like, don't that's, talk to us about that it. That was true. our, that's that our was then, yeah. Yeah, that's the that way was, we were. That was and back that's, then. And that's, and we yeah. can't do that anymore. And I, we, and well, promise me people Well, here's our, well, well right in front of you, you see, like, young parents who yeah. are so, who don't think that way right. exactly who do want we're to talk to their child, and children it's a good thing it's There's so cool we'll get we'll get to Joe, Joe's question Joe's asked that question like Joe 30 times but first get to Joe and then okay, we will but he, m- where I'm leading to is this now coming from a family uh, an immigrant family where my parents kind of pushed us away from it said you know what we don't want to talk to you about this and we went to school the the school didn't push us to learn about 103 different types of genders. They didn't teach us that, um, you know, uh, the where the penis goes and where 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 everything is supposed to go. We turned out fine. We turned out fine. I hope. But uh, nowadays, <laughs> it's working. Yeah. I'll speak for myself. I, I don't know if everybody yeah, turned out see, fine. Uh, it, it, okay, it, here's a good example of uh, people who didn't turn out fine. 
people who did not have the discussion at all and schools that did not teach it at all. But what and, percentage is that? Okay, well, I'm not, I don't, I, I'm not a statistician, and I'm not going to give that, but I will say that um, we have a lot of marriage and family therapists that will tell you that they have, they, they deal with a lot of sex issues with mm-hmm. marriage. And it's like, you know, it's sex and money are the two top reasons for divorce. Well, money first, financial, I think, first. But now it's like 60%. Humility. No, 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 it's money. Humility. It's mm. one, like, talking down to the other. I don't know. Usually women are always doing that. But the, bi- <laughs> but the money has, the, the, bigger, money the, is bigger the, the biggest issue. The bigger issue is, you know, yeah, exactly, the biggest issue. But sex is the second one. And it's like, you know, come on, there's somebody, maybe, or maybe someone isn't getting that, that language. Like, I feel grateful that I even had anybody, and it was the PE teacher of all people, like, you know, at least yelling at us not to work. But, but are we still, really, we at least are we really STDs. worried? Oh, STDs, that's no, like a really, no, really No, I think it's so important. I honestly, I think that instead of my mom, like, I feel like, you know, everybody says, oh, it was the, the message instilled to us, and come on, as Armenians, we all know, we don't have like strict churches that said, don't drink, don't smoke, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like the Adamant song, don't drink, don't smoke, what do you do? No, we were actually open, and you know, we had, you know, our fathers were sitting there smoking cigarettes in church. God doesn't look down upon, uh, you know, God is an all-loving God, right? Absolutely. And so, and so we're, what are we teaching? You know, maybe there isn't God specifically in schools, but we're parents, and we have that. We've instilled these values. I agree with you, right? and I think in that whatever. I think this is why parental rights for me is so important because I think that the morals and the va- virtues and the values do come for children very early on. They come from where their surroundings, their family, their family unit, their uncles Absolutely. and their cousins and their friends. A lot of that and our values and our traditions that shape us very early on are very important. I I really believe in keeping those traditions and keeping those values. I I know that there are some people who unfortunately lack um, that family unit. So there's a bit of chaos when they're growing up. Sometimes. Yes, sometimes sometimes they're they're grateful not to be in a certain toxic family unit, too. That's true, too. Yes. They're still a family. Right. Regardless. Yes. Right. But. I wanted to go back to kind of talking about the STDs for a bit. I mean, we've had comprehensive sex education for a very long time. I mean, it's for decades. And I think it was a bit more conservative in the 90s during the Bush, uh, Clinton, and then the early 2000 Bush eras. Um, But I've been looking at the trends on the CDC reports and annual reports that have come out. And I've also been looking at when the comprehensive sex education kind of had a push from the Obama administration because more money was being poured into it. For, during Bush, I think what he had done was he had kind of uh, pushed more abstinence-only education. Well, yeah, he the had Just funded Say more No campaign exactly. is so famous. So, so the, let's look at the... No, know, yes. Nobody said no, but okay. But I, but I do <laughs> have a review. <laughs> well, I think they did because we could see that in the STDs. Uh, in the 90s and the early 2000s, the the chlamydia and gonorrhea numbers were very low compared to what they are now. And and I've looked at the research re, uh, research lately, um, and I've got a review, and I brought it with me because I didn't want to get the numbers wrong. Uh, the last uh, 10 years, um, it's gone up significantly in the last four. Uh, the average gonorrhea, I think the numbers were about... 400,000 cases. Now there are like 1.7 million. And We've got a million cases wow. And now. what do you think is the reason for that? So so I think... Sex ed? 
I think, well, I'm going to look at what are some of the things that I'm seeing. I, I, I'm only going to look at what information is available that I can access and try to make an educated, informed decision. I'm not in the classroom. I, I'm not, I don't know what it is. I'm not a policymaker. I'm, you know, but, but when I'm You're looking at these things, You're I'm a, a parent, so I'm parent. a concerned parent, so I am going to look at this because my but child is entering that terrain soon. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to know, and I'd like to think for myself, I don't want someone else telling me of what course, is happening. Of so I never want to be put in that position. Right, so either. I'm taking the time, and I have taken the time to look at some of these statistics, and I see that ever since there's been a big push for more comprehensive sex education, and we've walked away from the just say no and the abstinence education, that we have seen uh, threefold in all types of STDs in the last, from 2012 to, to 2017, where we have the recent numbers. A, three, a, a huge, okay. uh, and I don't, and I want to know, yeah. as a concerned parent, what is happening, because that could be my child, but but if we are pushing, we have sex, a comprehensive sex education in our in our public schools, and the kids are going, and there and we have a push for it. Why are we still seeing, um, you know, the in a, a lot rises in STDs? Why are we still seeing kids who are, um, you know, uh, uh, unable to use contraception as they've been taught? In, in, in they're sex unable ed? to use it. What do you mean? By uh, they're unable? not using it effectively. So obviously they're passing. STDs Maybe those on parents to each are acting out of sex ed. I, I don't. I mean, you know, you know this is a com this is a comprehensive and very complicated issue, and statistics aren't going to give us exactly what we want. We also have like numbers increasing and decreasing in statistics because of social media, and we've you know. Now, we're the survey generation. We take surveys on everything. Right. And not everybody is being truthful and everything. But just because, you know, the, the just say no and the abstinence, getting back to there, that was, you know, you're, you're, not reaching, <laughs> you're not reaching everybody when you're just preaching that. Again, the parent, like, parental involvement is so, so important. And I'm not talking mm -hmm. about both parents. I'm talking about any parent, okay? Even the homes, like the, the students that I... Um, uh, that I come across in my job, some of them come from homes, and those homes have very loving, caring, uh, you know, I don't even know what they're called. They're called, like, room parents and things like that. You know what I mean? They're not parents themselves. Uh, a lot of times they're uh, college students, and they're studying to be therapists. And they are so loving and caring, and they're there for, the, for that child that is in that home for that time. And, you know... Okay, that felt weird. You uh -huh. just I think you just turned it up. Did you turn it up? You turned it up just a little bit. You turned <laughs> it's it just, back. Sorry, I'm not yeah. used to it. Sorry, because okay. you were... I'm I didn't want to interrupt you to come in forward. You come in forward. If you want to sound sexy like me, you got to speak into the mic. All right, all right. That, here, then turn oh, me yeah. down because... Ah, it's <laughs> this is how I sound when I'm sick. You know, you get the sexy voice when you're sick. Well, I always have a fever because I want to sound sexy. Actually, that sounded like Marge Simpson. Sorry. That was a little Margey. <laughs> I do like it. I get I, when I have that cold and I right. get that raspy. I know raspy the raspy. Voice. Yeah, it's like oh, I get one eight hundred. Call we, me. We so my point ahead, is yes. that if you have somebody in your mm -hmm. life that is giving you that, 
But let's face it, not everybody has that. Some people are making decisions off the seat of their pants. You've seen them come through mm-hmm. your office at, mm-hmm. at uh, yeah, at, you know, yeah, they do. And then, and I'm and just they're thinking, down on their luck. What's different from the '90s when yeah. we okay? How about this? The then CDC let me let me just now. let me answer. Let me answer. Let's talk about rent control and why you might be seeing higher numbers of a lot of things. Let's well, before we get into rent control, before we get into rent control, let's talk about that. Okay, what she said about why, what has changed in the why fix something that's not broken, right? Oh, uh, that doesn't. Look, who said it's not broken? Because who we said grew it's up fine. Broken? Our generation. Maybe you and I did because we have no, no, no. Our, I look at, our caring, I, loving parents. Even that did not. Even if they didn't yeah. give us that information, uh-huh. they were caring, loving, and concerned, and they. They Are you saying there's less caring, loving parents now than yeah. there were before? Uh, well, I'm saying that there's a, there's an issue. Like I'm going to go bring it back to the technology. We're still learning. We're learning with our with our children. By the way, I was very serious when I mentioned the parental controls. When I accidentally put it on my own phone, I realized I was more engaged with my son. My son was already starting to say. Wow, you're on your phone a lot. And I'm not saying that that's turning me into a bad parent. I'm still Mm -hmm. a UCLA grad. I'm still, you know, a professional. I'm still, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. She's a Bruin. Look, I'm I'm a Trojan. I'm I'm 40 years old. I'm 40 (laughs) years old. My son is 14 months old, okay? And I'm raising my son the way my father and my mother raised Mm. me 40 years ago. Exactly. Exactly. We should. We should exactly. be. We should evolve. We should no, evolve no, out there. No, no. Exactly. When it, when it so basically, you're going to take off the papooch like this, and you're going to no, 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 terrorize no. him. My, <laughs> my parents never did that. Okay. Till well, today. Till today. You're today, the only one. Till today. No. No. My my I my father's never raised yeah. a hand to me. Till today, if my father I looks didn't at raise me, raise a hand. Take yeah. off the papooch. Never. That was just a threat. By the way, Jacqueline. It was enough. Forty years old. It was enough. They would look at you. Exactly. It was the look. It was the threat. I control you respected your parents. I control my parents' life more than they ever did now than they did to me as a child. In terms of I have full control over what they do. But till today but till today, if my father looks at me, I was at his house today at my parents' house. If he looks at me, I know that okay, you need to Mm. shut like doesn't matter what it is. So I'm raising my son the same way. Well, but awesome. It's, you it's were raised fu- well, and you're raising your no, son no, the same I'm way. Not, I'm not we bragging should. about what Ohio was raised. I'm just saying sometimes we try to evolve and progress when the we don't need yeah. to. But you're we not need doing to stick it to because somebody's... T- okay. well, even even in on. business. Look, I've been in business for 20-plus years. I'm a C- I've been a CEO of multiple companies, very big companies, very small companies. And any time... Um, people lost track, people lost focus, people lost traction of their income, and you know we were losing money and not making so much money, whatever the case happened to be. It was because we lost touch of the fundamentals. And I think everything is uh, has some type of um, relation to business, family, friendship. Everything is relative when it comes to that. It's It's a... You have to stick to the fundamentals, and now we, I think I just feel like society is trying to progress mm-hmm. too much. We're trying to be advanced and cool and Hollywood woke. and celebrity, and woke. yeah, it's like mm-hmm. oh, I'm so cool. I'm a You're cool on parent. Facebook too much. And no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just and kidding. Par- I'm just and, kidding. And here's the problem: I parents, it up parents are trying to be friends with their kids. Mm-hmm. Don't be a fucking friend. You're a okay. parent. I agree. Don't be a friend. I agree. You're, you're, you can be a cool parent. Hundred percent. Don't be a friend to okay. your kids. Hundred percent. 
but parents also need to be engaged because their kids are looking to them for that engagement. And that's something that I think it might at least my you're you're you know you're an anomaly. That is not the norm that you're <laughs> that people that's not the norm that your parents raised you so well. Not all of the uh, all of us did that. Not all of us came for that and we can't expect it. Yeah. I mean, we can't but, expect but Can so, all of us say that though? Can I mean I can say well, what we, he just said and and you can say what he just said. My daughter's my daughter's not two yet. I don't know if that's yet. an anomaly. But he, yes, it is because here we are. We're a small group. In a, there's a million of us in exactly, the world. Exactly. So. so we also have to give. But okay, but we also have to give our children the opportunity to be able to be autonomous and decide for themselves mm-hmm. if. You know, but can I, I mean, influence them? Is it okay if I influence them, though? Of course. Right? Absolutely. You should You should be able to influence them. You are the parent. Not my teacher. Not his teacher. I well, mean. then you know what? You're not going to send your student. If you're not going to let the teacher influence your, uh, your child in a positive way, then you don't need to be sending them to school. There's something called homeschool. Of yeah. course. And Which again, is what I'm have, leaning more towards, right. then, by the way. Then you yeah. know what? You mm-hmm. should try that. You should do that. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends who do that with one, one child, and the other child goes to school because one child can't handle the school environment, and the other child right. can't. There are a lot of reasons why people homeschool, by the way. Yes. And homeschool, there's nothing wrong with that. But when you're saying you're leaning towards it, you're almost saying it in a way like, I just don't like what I'm seeing. But I get don't. involved. Then you should, you know what, get involved with the schools. Because I'll tell you what, it's an awesome opportunity for, our, you know, my mom couldn't go to school. She couldn't, afford, her family <coughs> couldn't afford it. Yeah. And the guy had to go, you know, her brothers went to school. They finished a certain grade. I think it was like sixth or eighth grade or something like that back yeah. in Lebanon. How shameful that we didn't have free public education then, whether in this country or that country. So we're so lucky to have that because it also helps us as parents grow and prosper and be our own uh, autonomous self while still raising kids after school. Listen, after 3 p.m., 3 p.m. to 10 p.m., that's a longer time than they are in school. Right. So there's your opportunity to influence. In, in your and case, it, and some people work until 5 or 6, so they have Actually, in my time. case, it's 2 o'clock, and, I, right. and it was but a choice. Most parents, you can make a choice. And no, I, I'm no, not no. going to say most parents. You can. You, you can say that's a choice, Jack. Yeah, you know what? You have. Is someone forcing you to do your job? Forcing? No one's forcing. Right. Me, you I have ch- to work a job to support my family. I have to work. Yeah, everyone has to do a job to support their family. You can choose the job. This is America. We can choose the job that we want. It's no longer a factory clock in. You got to clock in, and you have to take either the night shift or the day shift. We choose. Look what, at what, what technology has no, no, brought no. us. You, Look at this. You choose this a job based on us, your circumstances. This yeah, has brought us. Skills. Okay. okay, let me ask you something. Yep, you know what? Okay. You're making it sound real. No, 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 no. no I got to tell you. For it's example, not if grim. you ask me, for example, if it you ask me choice. to live in the city of Burbank. I'm a single mom and I made the, the, the choice uh, to be home with my son after school. Right. And that was because I listened to him when he was in after-school programs uh, because we wanted to try, see if that was going to be a good fit. you got to try what you try. So if you're going to send your child to – if you're, I'm sorry, if you're going to homeschool your right. child, that is an awesome choice. But don't be surprised if you change your mind down the line and realize I, I that, may, you know what? But it, when you say you have a choice, I'll give you an example. To live in the city of Glendale and Burbank, which is I, – I, I grew up in Glendale, then I moved to Burbank after I was married. Um, I think you have to make a six-figure income mm-hmm. to live a 
almost the bare minimum life in glandular Burbank. Now, how many people Ask make Warren the choice? Buffett, if that's no, 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 Warren Buffett. Look, he lives in a house that he bought for thirty-five thousand dollars in nineteen sixty-eight. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, everybody likes to use that example. No, no, because and then you've got the, uh, for example, everybody thinks Bill Gates is very frugal, but he built a hundred and ten million dollar house on an island. Well, in he Seattle. could afford. It. I mean, it's all about so, relative. It's uh, living beneath yeah, your means, it's not all, above it's, them. It's the lifestyle exactly. as well. The exactly. lifestyle has exactly a lot to do what with you it. Said, in Burbank, can you live off of thirty-five thousand a year? No, you can't. That's the medium income. You can't even pay rent. The okay. average can't, okay? And that's why, for example, programs like yours are wonderful. Again, I draw this back. I think it's so... And that's why teaching is so important, too, so that we don't get involved in that rat race of, oh, my God, rents are so... By the way, rents really are high. They really are. And I'm talking about us here. Maybe we can afford our rents because we have professional, because you're from USC and I'm from... You know, it... We right. have reasons why we can afford to live, and I say afford, but what I'm saying is we can't expect the whole world to be as intelligent as we are well, or here, well-informed here's the thing. as we you're, are. You're jumping into and my subject. Here, you're jumping That's into my subject. That's where schools come into play. That's where public school is still going to be the best option for all it's not only. It's not only public. Here's the thing. Why are rents so high in Glendale and Burbank? Because uh, Ara Najarian doesn't want to lower them. No. You know, he no. wants his brother it's, and business. I'm sorry, you know, we've got, It's you know, basic supply whatever. and demand. Yeah. The, the supply is little. The demand is high. Is Wha- that why all of our students, is that why we lost 301 students? Well, let me ask you this. Alone? No. If, for, God forbid, God forbid you get into a car accident or somebody robs your house and you're living in Los Angeles. Or no, I'm sorry. Let me, let me rephrase what I'm going to okay. say. You're living in Los Angeles, you're living in Glendale. You get robbed. You, you call, call 911. <laughs> Who's going to get there faster? Glendale. Glendale. They don't if your house is burning down. In La Crescenta, they're not only there within seconds, but they're right outside your door. Did you need some help? Yeah. <laughs> so okay. you're paying for all that. You're paying yeah. for it by basically well, higher taxes and... Basically, the demand is so high here because people want to live in a safer neighborhood. But now, remember, most of our neighborhood, most of my neighborhood is elderly who still have Prop 13 taxes that they're correct. paying, which isn't a lot. And, now, and that's why we don't have numbers coming into schools. We've got people and, like and leaving this by is, the droves going to Texas, thinking that Texas is going to no, 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 save No, 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 no. Forget Las that. Vegas. Here's the thing. There's, here's something a lot of people don't know. Uh, the city of Los Angeles was going to be sued by basically the, was going to be sued by a majority of people. Why? Because they weren't allowing more houses to be built. Hmm. So I think the, the so county... Do you think that's... It's, there's not enough homes. There just isn't enough homes. Mm-hmm. Let me put it to you this way. Uh, there was one of, the, one of the agents that works at our office posted something on Facebook. It was a rental property. Now, let me ask you guys if this is a good deal or not. Oh, tell me. I love these. Now, listen to this. This <laughs> realtor, real estate investor here. $1,700 for a back house in the Verdugo Woodlands area. Is that utilities That's included? It. Utilities included. It's a great price, Now, wait. Right? 500 square feet, house, one bedroom, expected. one bathroom. Good utilities price. included. Good Verdugo price. Woodlands, $1,700. Good price. Great price, deal. right? Yeah. Do you know what some people did to her? They started bashing her, saying, "What is this? Seventeen hundred dollars for a for Garage. a back house in uh, yeah. for in Glendale? Are you kidding me?" I told her this. I was like, "You know what? Post this. Tell her. You know what? Find me a one bedroom in Glendale that the utilities are included under twenty three hundred dollars." Mm-hmm. She didn't want to do it. Why? Only because of her. My, my in tenant most. in Altadena for a back house is paying twenty seven hundred dollars, 
and she still pays for the internet. I pay for the utilities. Yeah. So, and mind you, and besides I'm that, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm charging really low. <laughs> <for my ass>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and yeah. I'm sorry. And Wi-Fi is included. Yeah. Basically, there's a Google pod in the guest right. house that basically they can, they could link to and use the Wi-Fi for free as well. So look at it this way. The only thing they have to pay for is a cell phone bill. Did, That's it. Did you post it? She didn't post it. I mean, you. you, you I she mean, should have. I told her to do it. She's gonna get said, like forty applicants. Yes. I, I told her I'm like it's un, you're, it's undervalued. So Are we gonna get to Joe's question? <laughs> we will. We will. So let me ask Are you this: Are we talking about Joe Marashlin? Yes, Your we are. Your cousin oh from God. another uncle. I'm telling you, I do not even so, know. You know what? There are so few Marashlins left. So just like knowing him and then realizing that he's a staunch Republican <laughs> is like, ew. He's an old friend of Astor. Okay. <laughs> he's the an way. old friend. Now, of mine. guys, very, of course, very successful. USC buddies. No, no, uh, no. no very successful. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Wonderful family very man. Wonderful family he man. He has two daughters. Beautiful wife. Exceptional. Father, yeah. Just because we, we wear a Trump hat concerned. doesn't mean you know we okay. grab him by. The can I can I say what <laughs> I'm going to say? <laughs> yeah, I wonder what your wife thinks about that one. Okay, let me say or what I'm going to say before we get to Joe's thing. Did you turn off the news <laughs> before she grab him by that? Then be one. Did you did you shut up? Did you put parental controls on your wife's social media? You know when. My wife and I are as open as can be. Okay, let me get now. Let me ask you this. If you were the <laughs> owner, if you He's were the a good reporter, no, 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 no. If you I were the, on my if you were, if you were the owner of that, of that back house, yes. If I and was, I'd now. be a happy no, camper. I know, I know, I know. See, I'll take six. If you were the owner, if you were the owner of that back house and you got thirty applications and they bumped it and basically the tenants came in and said, "I'll pay you eighteen hundred, I'll pay you nineteen hundred, I'll pay you twenty one hundred. Which one would you take? I would take the one that is the most. Uh, honest and the one that has an income that can verify that they can pay seventeen hundred. Wait a second, I'll tell you why. Because I am um, a, a victim of the rental increase that has been uh, not only uh, stupendous but <laughs> unbelievably uh, gouging and high. And you can't tell me that it hasn't been okay. Like, I'm talking about people coming to uh, city council meetings saying that they had an increase of $600. But, That's basically but you know saying, why? you got to get out of but here. But do you know why that is? That tends to happen in those apartments that are not owned by people who hold them for the long run. The, that tends to happen when a new investor has come in mm-hmm. and has paid market price for those apartments. Right, and they're paying and a real mortgage. So you know, what they're, they're doing is they, they need to, they need to, well, if you're paying market price, you need to get market rent. Your cap. Okay. So, so as an investor who's coming in as putting in millions of dollars into an apartment building, they need to make money because this is a business. Okay. They need to at least cut, and at least break even. Then they need to pay their, then people need to get paid cost of living adjust because that's a huge cost of living adjustment now. Here's why there isn't. Where are you getting them? But, where are they, but here's where why the rents from? are low because the previous owner didn't raise them in, inappropriately right. every they year. Didn't need, they they didn't know? need it because they bought it 30 years ago for like one-fourth-fifth the price. I'm with you. So what they did is instead of raising the rents every year, they sat on them. And so people got used to paying those rents. And they didn't have to move because they were like, oh, my, my rent is really low. There are buildings where, oh, for example... that's why people stay in a building. Well, bec- well, no, now. it's their home and the rents yeah. are low. And so the, the landlords love their tenants. I'm, a la- like, I'm, I'm speaking as a the landlord... District. So I love some of my landlords, and I've got long-term tenants. 
Awesome. And, and they're great. And I don't. And I generally believe that I don't like to raise rents more than three percent a year because I don't think it's fair. <coughs> but what I've done is I've raised them consistently. So there isn't anyone there who's paying half market rent. And well, three percent isn't ridiculous. By no, the it's way. not. But but when they've come in. They've come in at market rent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So then I just go incremental. I never go above and beyond the, the 3%. Because, but they've come <coughs> in at market rent. What you have here is now you have investors who are coming in and buying up properties at, let's say, 500000 a door and an apartment or 400000 a door. And the two-bedroom apartment is rented at 1600 when the market rent is 2600 And they've paid the 2600 amount as far as the purchase goes of the building. So that's what's happening. But you don't have a lot of those transactions. Like what are the, the total number of commercial transactions in a year is probably like 40, 50 big buildings get sold in Glendale? Not even. If that, well they're popping I mean, up lucky. faster than they but can that's not, than they can but be that's for rented out. Rich people. That's for people who can afford those expensive But are they even being filled? I don't see a half they of are. them are empty. No, no, no. They're filled. Yeah. They're refilled. Uh, those uh, like the one on Pacific and Broadway you can rent out a one bedroom with utilities included for twenty four to twenty six. It's it's amazing to me all these utilities included. I wish I ended they up with a deal like that. They do that because they only have that. one meter. <laughs> yeah. They didn't. They didn't mean, sub meter. There's there's one there's one, oh, one boiler. One there's one there's one AC that con, that provides for the entire. Now that's because so it's like it, central air for so everybody has to have a certain. Well, um, the reason why they do no, no, is no, no, because no. they don't want to sell them off as condos. They have them. They're they're oh, leases. They're oh. not for individual sales. Or if it's a bank house, it doesn't have its own address. So the utility is connected to the main property and you can't separate it really you can't say well you had your ac on for four oh hours. right right no yeah. no no. i understand yeah. that part of it but i'm talking about these big buildings that are just coming up it's and a like, giant boiler really and it's a giant chiller that's oh. on the roof and then mm. in the basement I like see. there's a there's a condo on stalker right now in glendale the hoa for the property if you were to purchase it it used to be an apartment building it's 460 dollars 470 dollars something like that but Every single utility is included in that HOA. Why? You could basically the, so when I was when I was selling the one of them, the there well if you were to rent it out, you could rent it out for whatever you want to rent it out. But if I'm you bought only, it, I'm like the landlord here. You're the landlord. I'm awesome. Landlord I'm just quiet over here. I'm a landlord for seniors, gonna, which is a little different. I'm just gonna listen. But yeah, you could, you could run your AC twenty four hours because the HOA the fee that you pay the HOA covers it. I don't know. All I can say is having utilities paid for. <laughs> Let's okay. cheers to that. <laughs> did, did we ever get to Joe's qu simple no, question? Can you get to Joe's, you know Joe okay. Marasha's right, simple question, please? You guys, question, we're please. running on like two hours. Or but, but, but I want to bring up, Joe did say something about like, I have it's to go relieve my, my neighbor now. It's expensive she's to evict people. my son. Oh my God, 220. Is it? 220. Jesus. Okay. Uh, okay. 9.51, shoot. Okay. Joe's. Yeah, I know. Seriously, we'll have you guys back on both of you guys. Should we wrap up? We we should we'll we'll wrap up. But you are you want uh, you want? Can Joe's we do it again okay, though? We will. Can we fun, do it again? It? Oh okay. my god! Don't you, you guys love are the awesome. Wise nuts, <laughs> I'm okay. so, I've loved you from day no, one. No, well, you were really critical of us. Well, I was a little chata Gigi with you listen, because you guys were like. <laughs> listen, I follow you. I my, know you were bothering my friend Jenny, and I had to jump Jenny? in. Jenny, yes, get him. Jenny, yes, no, Jenny, Jenny, tell Jacqueline how much you love me. I jump in and I defend. Okay, Jenny texts me every day about. Are you she texts me? you every day? Yes. I know. Why isn't she texting me every her day? Her and I, I have BFFs. <laughs> Jenny, tell her. She let's thinks... Let's talk about... Oh, Muskin says, let's talk... Who needs this rent stuff? Let's talk about sex, baby. That's Ooh, what Muskin says. 
Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about sex, baby. Ask, ask I think it's worship. Night. Everybody's gone to bed. Everybody's gone to bed. So Joe had a very simple question. Okay. How many genders do you think there are? How many genders do I think there are? I'm gonna count them on my hand. There can't be that many. How many? It's tr- we're talking trans. Are you talking about transgender? No, no, no. How many genders are there? I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm asking. How many genders question. do you believe there are? Okay, there's two genders. There's male and female, but there's also middle sex. That really is a thing, and okay. there's not a lot of that. So there's it's, three. It's, oh, wait, 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 wait. Well, it's in, it's listen. intersex, and and it's I'm sorry. Did I say what did I say? Middle sex. Middle se- yeah. Oh, that's, Mafra- that's, that's the name of the Mafra- book. What is no, it? Oh, that's no. the name of the yes. Yes, but middle also sex talks intersex about is basically intersex. when you're it's 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 a it's you're born, you're born with, it. with it exactly. You're born with something that's a it's female very, heart. Very, very rare. It is. Right. It's it very, is. very but rare. It, but it exists. Oh, oh yeah. And, no one know. is denying that it exists the same way that we have webbed toes. Yeah. Okay. We so know how that many? It exists. How many? Three. So, right. Let's say three. Okay. You know. Yeah. You define the human species as a two-gendered binary okay. species. Okay. Uh, I think what there's I 103. This. I don't know if she's being cute or real, but I, I have never yeah. heard you know this whole hundred <laughs> genders thing. This is great. She's I gonna go know. on and, and check this out. What are you talking out. about? Ida's oh, gonna wow. be Ida, okay. Ida's gonna be on the Zoom on the show very soon. Ida, I think we should have her on. We're what looking does it at have to do with hundred genders though. Why does she want to talk about hundred genders? Because Why it's, is it's that out thing? there. It's out there. Okay, you know what? There's a lot of things out there. Yeah. There's fake news out there, right? Oh. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. You know? I wouldn't know. I mean, yeah, you I'm know, all about I am all about hundred. I'd like to see the Ed code. I, I want to. I want to see the Ed code say something <laughs> about hundred genders. Because that's I, that's not that that I, I think there's that, a lot that's of ridiculous. Well, I mean, I it's just actually, she's it doesn't okay, even sound okay. You're not coming yeah. on the show. You're not coming on the show. You just, just ruined your opportunity to join the wise nuts, Ida. Sorry. But I don't blame you, Ida. I don't. Ida, who? I can name you a few. Wait a minute. I can I name you a few. If you, I'm not making. We're not making this up. There Kuluk are actually. There well, are there's some. no point because she. I'm not but suggesting she you're making she, it up. No, but, but I want to let her know so that, that you listen knows. to that not, I don't. There's uh-huh. certain news that you listen. to I don't to think that it's I don't. the news. I think listening. it's a lot. It's not just news, but it's 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 a lot of articles that do talk about it. You okay, but is it Ed Code? Is it legit? In no, the, no, no. In I'm not talking about Ed Code. System? What I'm talking about is this is a cultural thing. I'm talking about the, yeah. a cultural, social when phenomenon. I, when I fill out like I said, now. I can claim that I play that I speak purple language, and I can claim that there are a lot of things you can claim. It doesn't mean your kids are being taught something that is a claim or something that's fake news. It's not out there. It's not, there's nothing to fear. The only fear, fake you know news I mean? out there is Adam Schiff. Let's not. <laughs> Says you, Adam Schiff is a very, very good supporter of Armenians. Uh, as always, that's all that matters. Wonderful, then. absolutely. That's of all course, that matters, that's yeah. all that matters when a Western Armenian is on the extinction list. Yeah. Absolutely. The other seven points. Five people, you can go fuck yourselves because Adam Schiff supports the 10 million Armenians, <laughs> supposedly. We have two females president. I mean, president, president. Come on, we've, we're close enough where I could use the F word now. Baba, it's late enough now. We are it's close, Baba. We are we finishing are two bottles of wine. We are okay. Yer- Yergu? Oh so, what did you think of the, what did you think of the Argentinian wine? The Argentinian wine is okay. I, I'm not getting a headache She's yet. She's only had I the Pinot Noir. <laughs> oh, she, ha- she hasn't had I the I asked for Pinot Grigio. No, no. You Sorry. texted Next me. You said Pinot. Be... And Pinot. I did, but the first one was Grigio, and I'll prove it. 
You didn't say Grigio. I'll prove it. She didn't. Do. She didn't send you fake news. She sent you the real deal. <laughs> I sent you the real deal. Okay. Now you, look, I'm gonna find I mean, it. Now you're reporting fake news yeah. about oh. her Pinot Grigio. I'm, I'm curious we'll to see because oh, by the time she finds it, you want to me to. I said, I said, you have Stella. I see that you have Stella beer on your show. Are you going to serve us Pinot Grigio? When was that? Like weeks ago. Look, I have to be in low power. But tonight you said Pinot. I did. You're right. I did. How can I say? And most people know Pinot as Pinot Noir. Listen, I'm grateful you had me on the show. I'm grateful I have a a, a nice drink with someone that everybody told me I wasn't going to like. Like everybody texted me and said, you're going to be on with Esther. Oh my God. I'm like, you had more in common than these I try, three. I try, I try to be. I try to be civil. Yeah. <laughs> I try to be civil. I, no. I left the dark side being at home. No, both of you are beautiful, intelligent Good. women, which is why we invited you to the show. So Sometimes it's yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely going to have you guys back on. Here's the thing. If Actually, there's I think, I think there's a lot that let's I can share with. I can share with, definitely. with Jacqueline later. I mean, if Jacqueline... Let's share phone numbers, okay? Yeah. We'll share. I, I, I think we'll, I'm gonna, you see what the wise guys do? We make new... I'm going to red pill her later. Let's go and hang out. People, yes. People think we have toxic masculinity. We bring people together. Toxic we're like, masculinity? We are the peace. Yeah. Like, we're the Sweden of the podcast. All right, we bring yeah, everybody yeah. together. But yeah, I mean, here's the thing. If you guys have somebody... Good yeah. school. Uh, can you bring me? Can we're, I want more, we're of, I want more of a lefty next time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think, see, I think we she converted complimented you. you. You've got the most liberal person on the planet. I don't know, man. I've seen some great people. You know what I've done? Jacqueline, you're not. You're a classic liberal, Jack. I'm telling you right now, you're a classic liberal. What I've managed to do is realize, is help you realize that we have more connection than we have disconnection. And the media is trying to disconnect. Where it okay. comes for both of us. That's true. I feel the same way about Come uh, on, speaking to people all the face? time. Yeah, no, no, I agree with her. I think the likes of the New York Times and the Wall Street Journals and the Forbes Divisive magazine, yeah, they're trying rampant. to divide us more than divide us more than we actually are. Okay, yeah. but Which that's not one you. versus another. That's just what they're trying to do. That's a that's a big that's a whole There's other a lot conversation of that we need to and have. And that's why the wise nuts have to become bigger than the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost there. Are you- are Let's you trying be to give Armenian Joe Rogan a run for his money? <laughs> you're trying to get Joe Rogan, huh? He's going to be scared. He's, you're, you're coming for Joe. <laughs> We're coming for Joe. But honestly, I, if you sound more like a libertarian than you do an actual liberal. Ooh. No, no. I'm very staunch. You I have, think, I think, you have, I think she's no. a very staunch liberal, she's a, a liberal you, Democrat. A, That's yeah. what does I that think. Does that still exist? No, very, because because she much. still believes in liberty right. and, and, and the Absolutely. right for parents to decide. And there's a lot. Of, and and this, this is why we things have, have got That's a little why wonky. why we have a good public school system, because we have parents that are concerned, parents that come in. We've got a strong PTA. We need a stronger one. There's nothing wrong. Power in numbers. Get on to the... Nobody wants to do it. it. Nobody wants to get on to the I'm board. all for parental rights. I tell you, that I'm all for parental rights. Uh, what I'm referring to is that what I have seen online or what I've been reading and researching is that there is a tr- there is real concern about how left the left is going. Well, get offline and get involved well, in the schools I, because I'm telling not, you, not a lot of schools, stuff I'm happens talking, online. I'm Believe talking me, about I'm politically. Groups too, I'm talking about politically, not just yeah. about schools. Um, Politically. I'm physically involved in the gay community. I don't know what more You're I can do. You're physically involved yes. in the gay community? Of course it's good. I think that's a sign. What the? It's a sign. It's a <laughs> this is time to go. All right, it's guys. Time. 
No more bottles of wine for you. That's it. Actually, our listeners are surprised you guys were so cordial. You mean we were civil? So civil. They're expecting a fight. Okay, hold on. How about this? We have more in common than we have a less in common. This gives the rest of America hope. Yes, I swear. Thank you. Absolutely. Hope is it. Hope is it. Hope is in the conversation. Hope is in our last president that... That should have oh God! No comment. <laughs> Happy Monday, guys. No comment. <laughs> no comment. Here's the thing: if you guys have somebody who's okay, a lot of you guys were commenting saying that oh, you know what? It was peaceful. It was this. It was that. If you have somebody who's they super left, super super left, where they believe in the 103 genders and they believe in what the radical left believes if in, if they believe that men are women and women are men, yeah, tag you just em. said radical. You just said that. Do yes. you want to have a ra- so absolutely? If you're, if you're looking for radicals on your show, what? then you're promoting that kind of no, 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 divisiveness. No, no, no. no. We want to bring mean? light because, to them <laughs> because, by the way, the radical is the minority. Oh, absolutely, yeah. the but they're the loudest. The but they're the loudest, loudest. unfortunately. Yeah. They're the loudest. Did you see that video of that an- okay, of Antifa the in truth, Canada? Then our president is pretty loud because that's the most radical president we've had. Well, look true. at Jacqueline. To be honest with you, he's not loud at all. He tweets something and the left basically promotes for and him. what is this tweeting? Like, doesn't he... What, what, what is this? Do you get want, off do you, his, he I needs to get one. off his phone. Do you really the guy what? needs to run a country and, trust and get off CNN his... And to he needs report to get, what he's He doing? needs to get off the phone. No. CNN is the only one working, no. but he's sitting there on his phone. That's what he does. He tweets. Unemployment? What does he do for... On his, on his resume after he's president... After he's how, done how many, being president... How long does, after, it, wait, how long does it take to tweet? It's like 140 characters. Are you serious? How long does it take to tweet? Are you on... Have you been... No, I don't. I've been on Twitter. I've been I, on I Twitter. Don't. It's a long he's not because then there's tweeting, a feed. The he's not personally tweeting. Yeah, you know that, right? Okay, tweeting. you know he what? Just... Then who is our president? No, no, no. What he does? I don't know. Is it is it Ivanka? No, it's got to be because she looks tweeting? like she has a lot of time on her hands with all of her help. Why not? Why not? Why not send your wife back to work and get? I totally support Candace Owens. She will go back to work. No, no, no. Seriously, I think you should have. I think you should outsource everybody and then get that disconnected mm-hmm. and then claim that we need to go back to 50s ideals. Seriously. I would love Don't to. talk two sides of your mouth. I would you know? love to go back Unemployment to is at an all-time low. Yeah. Black unemployment is at an all-time low. Latino unemployment is at an all-time low. Economy is doing great. More women are in politics and Congress than ever More women are in politics. What else Yay. is there? Yeah. Free. Most people are interest having more rates, sex than interest ever. Interest rates are at an all-time low. Hi there, hi there. Yalla, yalla, it's about time. She, uh, interest it's rates about, are at an all-time low. She doesn't want you to <laughs> n- list all of his accomplishments. Damn it, stop it. She wants you to end the show with and our his country, And our country is becoming safer and safer. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. It's they really are. safe because I crime feel so safe are low. walking into a school and a sniper. Uh, I'm I think so, you should I feel look at so crime safe. I think oh you need God. to look at crime safe. Oh, we're going to go on for another let hour if we get into gun control. Let me get assault weapon. Let we're me gonna, go buy an assault we're weapon. We're going to have you guys back and we'll discuss yeah. that. Okay. Crime okay. statistics are at an all-time low. Next yes. time I'll bring a fully charged phone because yes. look at this. <laughs> we'll bring oh you a charger for you. Jacqueline, ask her. Thank you. Oh, my God. Her phone is blown up. Thank you. Watch yours. Meanwhile, mine is not because everybody likes no, thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. We love bo- thank you so I swear, much. we loved having both of you. Seriously, thank you. it was such a pleasure. No, we'll have I feel honored and ple- this is so cool that we're on Wise Nuts, oh. man. You see, what, so cool. you see what we do here? We, see what we do should do. have a bonfire with some marshmallows. Light it up. <laughs> Light it up. Thank you so much. There you go. Ladies, thank you so much for being with us on this fabulous Monday. Edgar, thanks for switching with me. 
like a tag team <laughs> it was wrestling tag team. match. It was like raw. It was like wrestling. WWF. Uh, Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you Thanks for everyone. not punching each other. Thank no, you no, for no. not throwing <laughs> wine glasses at each other. Uh, no, it, this really proved something. Yes. It really proved that uh, logical together, and educated yes. people can have a civil conversation. Yes. That's what Absolutely. it was. Absolutely. Absolutely. We only interrupted each other a few times. Yes. We got a comment. <laughs> we were both passionate, wanted a, very a passionate. You both were very beautiful, yeah, very intelligent young women that just really proved that. Young yeah. women are Oh, very young woman. Beautiful young women. Well, be my student. <laughs> well, I hope I can encourage you. I don't know. Recommend some books from my library. I, look, I when I, you I, get back on social media, yeah, you can encourage. You can I recommend I've whatever you want. I always tell her I'm, I envy her with the number of books she reads. I just watch the videos of the books she recommends. <laughs> <laughs> Audiobooks. Hey, audiobooks are books. You're still reading. Yeah. You're learning. Uh, you're thinking. <laughs> exactly. I, are you kidding? How do I get you know my exercise? I put those. Damn well, you know, it's something that you you do when you're you young. It's kind of like yeah. you have to start. Like I. Uh, I did that very young, so it's done with me. I'm sure my friend. We're calling it a day. Thank you so Thank much, you. guys, for tuning in on Monday. Thank you for being with us. <laughs> sorry it was so long, but at the same time, I'm glad it was long. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. so, two I'm so sorry. <laughs> that means we were having we're fun. Yeah. Are we going to be able to see the comment? That long you ass see, thread that came through. As okay. soon as Armul clicks <laughs> offline, you could go back yeah. and you could watch it. Awesome. If you guys do have somebody who's like super left and wants it, wants them on the show, Aster, would you come back on? Are you kidding? All right. There you go. Let us know. Let us know. We should change our Thank show you. to the Climax show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Happy Monday. Make it a productive week. Make it a great week. Take care. Bye. Love it. Love it. Bye, everybody. Oh, my gosh. That was awesome. Cheers. This is great. Cheers. Oh, my